Uh, greetings, friends. Uh, we're broadcasting you from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. This is now part two of our Star Wars prequels watch-along series. Uh, for your edification today, we are bringing you episode two, Attack of the Clones. Um, in my opinion, um, easily the worst of the prequel trilogy. Um, but uh, before we go any further, I would like to introduce our guest for uh, this episode. We have brought on our own Star Wars expert. It's Haley, a.k.a. Haley Glyphs uh, from Twitter, who you may be familiar with from all of the wonderful artwork she has done for Chapo Trap House. Haley, how's it going? It's very early. It's <laughs> very early, Will. Yeah. Haley is coming to us from Australia, and she has uh, very kindly chosen to uh, get up at 7 it's, in the morning. It's 7 a.m. I Yeah. And yet, I'm not usually uh, up for, like, between 11 and 2. And that's when I have work that I'm supposed to start at 8 o'clock. So. You, keep, you keep podcasting hours. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It means it's why my life is in shambles. <laughs> this is... This is a real uh, banal question, but you're you're in Melbourne, right? Yeah, that's right. What is the the name for people from Melbourne? Melburnians? Uh I don't know because I don't. I mean, like, I'm not leaving the state and talking to outsiders. I, I don't know how they talk <laughs> about us. I, I know in Tasmania they like they refer to everybody else in Australia as the mainlanders because <laughs> they're stuck on this island. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know what the outside like. <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean, we are. I think we are actually totally closed off at the moment legally from everywhere else as well. I'm well, not sure. What better way to uh, to spend an isolation than uh, video chatting <laughs> with people on the literal other side of the world about one of the weirdest movies ever made? Um, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't you, I would end up doing this with some other group of podcast people. Probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, well, before we start, we're sorry, 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 sorry. This film. I just want to like a, like a brief a brief recap, if you will. Uh, last week we did uh, the Phantom Menace, which we have like conclusively, uh, you know, figured out that it is a movie about um, sort of uh, a Brexit, but mainly about <laughs> uh, boy slavery and race science. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but I, I just want to get Haley's opinion on and this. about how some slavers can actually be good if they treat their slaves well. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like the Jedi, I think are pretty conclusively evil. Like um, they're they're not good guys as far as the way they're presented in these films. But I want to get um, uh, Haley's take on this as, as a Star Wars expert. Um, what is your take, first of all, on how Attack of the Clones, before we start it, how does that fit into the overall sort of Star Wars universe and, and lore? or What is the importance of it? And then what is your take on the prequel trilogy as, as a whole? It, what, is it like Mal that says the thing when they ask him like about what do you think about the French Revolution? And he's like, oh, I think it's too early to tell. <laughs> like, I think you can sort of apply the same thing to the Star Wars prequels. Like, we clearly have not finished unpacking them as a, like, worldwide culture. Because, like, now they've got this, like, they've been revisited because the sequels, like, damaged everybody so badly. Now, the same people who spent my entire life, like, hating the prequels have now come around to this, like, contrary. No, the prequels were actually the good Star Wars and how Star Wars should be and like the Virgil Star Wars at its like purest, most distilled George Lucas. And that's why it's good actually kind of opinion. So like, I didn't, you know, I don't think we can say conclusively any, I don't want to, you know, 
make a declarative statement about the prequels because we clearly we don't know yet. Attack of the Clones is it's it's the least it's the least uh, relevant of any of these movies. It has the least reason to exist. It adds the least to anything beyond the fact that there are clones and there is a clone war, which we already knew, like from the first original Star Wars. So yeah, I I don't I don't know why we're here doing this movie. It doesn't need to be here. <laughs> it's it's the most skippable. I think all you need to know is. There was a Clone War, and it was bad going into Episode 3. None of these movies, really, except for the the third one, matter at all. Like, when we were discussing this last night, like, in in advance of uh, Attack of the Clones, uh, Matt pointed out that this this is especially odd, because essentially, the Attack of the Clones Episode 2 is, like, two movies grafted into one. One being sort of a very strange courtly romance between Anakin and Padme. Uh, again, even weirder made by the fact that like Anakin is supposed to be, I don't know, 17 years younger than her and like that she started crushing on him when he was a child and a yes, sort of it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and and a, like a, the Obi-Wan, like a weird sort of almost totally sci like weird sci-fi film noir detective story. And then they oh, the, this is. This is like the most uh, George Lucas divorcee kind of movie, I think, of them. Like, this is, he like got into Hardwell Detective novels. Uh, he watched, rewatched a bunch of old noir movies. And he decided, I, yeah, I, I just want to make some of those. I want to do a bit of that, but not a whole one. So some of this movie, look, I've been watching, I've been reading a lot of detective books in the bath. I think I want to do it. I think I want to do a bit of a detective thing. It also has a Flash Gordon um, third act where, yeah. like, they just they just do like a Ray Harryhausen thing for a while. After doing this game, this thing has like a video game sequence followed by a Ray Harryhausen sequence. Yeah. <laughs> then the, it's uh, got a the, entirely the CGI fragile. war with like Battlestar Galactica like style, like sudden zoom ins on random parts of the battle. It's it's. The most tonally inconsistent Star Wars. It is just like a bunch of different things George Lucas was into at the time, and he's filmed a bunch of them, but Star Wars versions, and then like cut them together. So, like, yeah, that he, they do a a video game cutscene action sequence, followed by a Ray Harryhausen action sequence, followed by sort of like a a war movie climax, like battle scene. But somehow all of them manages to look like worse than the next one, and or worse than the original thing that and, was made and sixty and years prior. With yeah. Christopher Lee in there as well, in between all of those things, you're cutting back to Christopher Lee fighting Yoda, who is like now a CGI like green ball that's zipping about the screen. Yoda, uh, Yoda. Be- this is the film where Yoda is revealed as having Sonic the Hedgehog like abilities. <laughs> um, green art. Right. Well, this is a this is a a, a chunky a chunky film, so uh, yeah. we can get it onto let's, all this a yeah, little let's more. Let's go, let's go, let's just start. Yeah, let's go. All right, so all right, you, I'm gonna go. You you cue it up for the I people will, listening along when they should start. Okay. Yeah. Countdown. Uh, I will play on the lightsaber sound. Three, two, one. Zwom. But but um. Oh, by the way, the uh, the person who thought the 20th Century Fox logo was a real building was Rob Wiseman. He let that slip on uh, Go Off Kings at one point. <laughs>
I think we said this last time, but they should do it. It would be a cool building. I mean, they could just That's do that. They... they own. They own. They could. They yeah. own the Fox logo. They can just export it into reality and put it like next to Star Wars land. Yeah, hit hit render on that guy. They sh- that's where they should do the Academy Awards inside the 20th Century Fox logo. More like Attack of the Clowns. I think that was a parody uh, m- song more... at the time. I remember that was Attack. There was like an Attack of the Clowns parody song from this time. I was like. Nine or ten when this came out. Yeah. I'm trying to remember back to then. All right. So I'm incredibly several, excited for this movie. This is like several thousand solar systems have decided to leave the Republic. They cover so much plot in these crawls in the first. They just like Count Dooku's a guy now. Yes, we love Count Dooku, is- don't we, folks? Here he is. You never heard of him before. But he's a major player now. Uh, Chris, did you turn down the volume on the movie a little bit? Yeah, yeah. And then turn on the uh, subtitles? I think the subtitles are on. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, I do think that the Star Wars do kind of start... Like, one of the things that most goes off the rails is when they start introducing huge characters in the scroll. Like in in the most... Like uh, Emperor Palpatine? Yeah, exactly. Emperor Palpatine, he's back. Guys, he's back in resurrected form. Yeah. This is like, this opening is fucking good though. Like, it's all shiny. It's Art Deco, like, buildings sticking into space. It's. Uh, I think Coruscant is cool. The, the best whole planet CGI in this is like, it looks like those sorts of. It looks like the. um. 90s CGI reels that I'd watch on YouTube while I'm high. Like, that's the best <laughs> stuff from this movie. That's what it looks like. It's just, like, good vibe images to look at, stoned. Yeah, they got I really do... into metallic surfaces. I really like yeah, the, that. the shiny, the shiny chromed-out uh, spaceships of, uh, of Naboo. Oh, so, do you know that Captain Phasma, uh, the Gwendolyn Christie robot stormtrooper in the n- new movies... Her armor is made out of Queen Amidala's shuttle casing. Is that something Wait, you'd have? Like cano- canonically? Yeah, that's Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah, wrote get this Pablo on the, the line. <laughs> <laughs> is that it's like when this spaceship blows up, you know, it's sitting there on Coruscant for a while, but like the Emperor, you know, he's like put it into storage. <laughs> and wow. One day his acolytes are going to melt it down and turn it into Gwendolyn Christie's uh, feminist stormtrooper armor. Owned. 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 I mean, you think by now they would they would have figured out that like Queen Amidala's whole thing is using body doubles like Saddam Hussein <laughs> and that they would have uh, <laughs> done a little bit better a job of uh, this assassination plot. Well, it's because Count Dooku isn't really trying to kill Padme because he's working. Oh, that's for like that was an amazing death scene. <laughs> isn't that supposed to be Kira Knightley? Or is no, that she was in the one? first one. No. She was in the first one. Yeah, she was in the first one. That's right. actually a decoy for Kira Knightley. <laughs> <laughs> after she after she booked the pirate series, they realized that she was too important and needed to do decoys for her. That's some hell of face movies? acting there. Yeah. If Kira Knightley had 
like, if you'd switched Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman in that first one, though, like, it would have been a whole lot of, yeah. I don't know. She's bent it like Beckham. I she's got a lot more range than Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, Kira Knightley has no personal connections to Alan Dershowitz that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> she's a nice British girl. Uh, I British aren't doing pedophilia. It's fine. <laughs> I remember reading an interview with Kira Knightley about pirates and, and what the um the process of doing it was and she was like i don't really know what to say they every take they would spend uh, like 20 minutes making my boobs look as big as possible <laughs> and then i'd ask gore verbinski what i should do in the the scene and he's like yeah whatever it's amazing how it's like especially in the first one but especially in this one how grating they make yoda who is like one of the best characters the most beloved characters in the original like just how unbearable Yoda becomes. Yoda sucks very comprehensively. Not to mention <laughs> yeah. the fact that the cool scene that everyone's supposed to go crazy for when he busts out his lightsaber, it means that he's lying the rest of the time. He doesn't need a fucking cane. He's a little lying asshole. <laughs> that's his, oh that's my his gosh. skill he's, though. He's a faker. He's, <laughs> he's a, faker. a malingerer. He's a gold bricker. <laughs> he's faking but a disability. Fine. He's faking a disability. That's low key. He though. is. He's a fake spoonie. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to go fund me for his little uh his little so he can take his like support do back onto a fucking uh space shuttle and capacity yeah, after that i footage am came out <laughs> of yoda fighting christopher lee there was like a huge thread on the holonet calling out yoda for faking disability for yeah he did yeah he also was, was like, to be dragged he drag also he immediately got served by the uh, like Coruscant Workman's Comp uh, board for faking a di- <laughs> for collecting disability for the last ten hundred years. <laughs> yeah, that's how Sidious's plan. That was Sidious's first plan to get Yoda was to like you know put him into a situation where he'd reveal that he's been faking being handicapped this whole time. Really bad hair basket for Queen Amidala there. Yeah, she goes curly in this uh in this in this uh episode. The f- I think one of the glaring things especially about in this one is that um look at that lift. That's a cool fucking lift. It's like a Yeah. Is uh, that a, a Sidious Palpatine is the only person who knows the tone of the movie he's in. These guys have such chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. It's really good. It's it, yeah, it, you know, it just it snaps every line of dialogue between them. I love that we have a rat tail and a mullet in the same scene in a Star Wars movie, <laughs> and a little like like a like a little braided uh, like like the oh yeah the rat tail and a little ponytail. I re- these movies came out when I was like between eight and thirteen or something. I desperately wanted one of those, like, little Padawan braids. Actually, I think I had one, like a clip-on one that I got with a Star Wars book. <laughs> just a Star Wars book that has, like, a little plastic well, it's like you get, you get like, you know, like a kid's activity book, and it would come with, like, sure. a bunch of little Star Wars, like, things, and one of them was, like, a clip-on Padawan braid. <laughs> <laughs> and then you I think could it was take my a- Obi-Wan Kenobi costume set that it came in. It had like an Obi-Wan mask. I'm remembering it now. Oh, this Obi-Wan line. Mask. This fucking line. It's 
so bad. You've grown. You've grown more beautiful. I mean, that's game. Uh, yo, that's game right there. Sploosh. <laughs> oh, she it's is also, down. God yeah, it's damn. It's important to keep in mind that the, they were fucking at the time in real life as well. What? Really? What? Really? Natalie Portman yeah. and Hayden no Christensen. Way. No. no way. Yeah, Actually, movie. how did I not know that? Considering their amazing screen chemistry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's I, that's that, that actually that is, makes their acting so much yeah, better. Wait. that They're concealing it so well. I'll, like, I didn't, it's not. I'll reenact. I'll reenact that for you. Okay, you ready? Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Amber is smacking together a water bottle in a Kleenex uh, uh, box. <laughs> It's not in the making of or anything. Like Pablo Hidalgo didn't write this, but like, yeah, the word is Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen were like fucking during episode two. Wow. And they broke up pretty quickly during episode two and then have hated each other ever since. And I think that's supposed to explain some of the. Oh, the, see, the they bad broke up vibes. in the middle. That explains it. You can't let them do that. You got to like put a hose on them to keep them away from each other until <laughs> after the movie is shot. Because you can't the, predict it how had, long. Like, the opposite effect of he is wearing a because lot like of Harrison and Carrie were fucking. They were having like, sex. Yes. Yeah, but like yeah, they, for, they, their 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 romance and dialogue, you can you can feel you can feel that sexiness between them. Yeah, that's hot for sure. Uh, between but they like, like yeah. broke up between Empire and Jedi. Yeah, see there you they go. Still, they still got something in. See, see for uh, and they Lisa clearly Boston. never and they never like they I, I don't think they when they broke up it was like I mean he was cheating on his wife you know it wasn't like a uh, see I, I, think, I read like the something from her like diaries from the time the other day about it and I mean she was she was pretty aware that he was just using her for sex yeah and that it was completely empty and I think she was like describing it as one of the most depressing uh, I think it was like. I wish it had been Mark. If it had been Mark, it might have been better. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a nice boy. Uh, so yeah, what he we would have treated her right. The Joker. So what we just saw there was uh, was was Anakin was like simping for Padme really hard, and then Obi Wan uh, uses uh, like P- Path of the Jedi Alpha mindset to tell him like you know <laughs> don't focus on the neg. You're focusing on the negative. You need to like just to control your emotions, and you know if you compare uh, Anakin to Han Solo, who who does nothing but neg Princess Leia the entire time, I think you know it, you can follow the path of the Jedi Alpha. Um, you know you can get there's some good lessons here. There's some good game. Uh, yeah, but just like ha- Han didn't Han didn't like end up with Leia. You know the sequels that they've been split up for a while. He's gone back to like doing his drug smuggling um trucking job like anakin <laughs> negged his wife big, death, man. but he got <laughs> yeah. his wife. i was gonna say yeah like anakin and they, Padme, they, they end up together but then he ends up like um you know destroying the universe and killing her because of it so look you can be one of them much yeah he loved her too uh, hard and broke her it happens <laughs> uh we just saw uh in the last scene uh zam wessel I think Zam Wessel is pretty cool. The uh, the the bug assassin. Yes, she is fucking cool. Look at her. She's the disgusting mutant as well. <laughs> it's oh, very yeah, low key assassination. Right? You just like mm-hmm. you you just stand on the balcony, but then you send the droid. The droid is the assassin. Zam yeah. Wessel is just she's just a drone operator. <laughs> yeah, why was that was. Was that Dooku who gave her the the? No, that was Jango Fett. 
Oh, oh yeah, Django gave her the. But Django is working for Dooku, who's working for Sidious, who is actually Palpatine. So we're like four layers down in the uh, the the. Uh, how deep does this? How, how deep does this conspiracy go? This is the um. I haven't got to the assassination yet. I'll leave that. Yeah. This is a very chill zone. I would like to live in this apartment. Excellent windows. Yeah. But it also Don't makes forget a, great- a politician. They're not to be trusted. Unlike me, essentially like a freelance samurai with like no accountability <laughs> whatsoever. If I was, I, I would get blackout blinds if I was living in this city. I don't know why <laughs> the slats. Oh my God. How can you Creep sleep shots. With- Creep shots. Yeah. No, but yeah, yeah, why would you just put a bomb there? <laughs> yes. or, or a gun in the yes. droid. Just shoot it. Yeah. T- just to shoot start- her. Why are you sending a death slug into the goddamn place? <laughs> yeah, this is this a is bit. This is the least efficient uh, murder plan in history. I'm going to rely on it right there. Just I'm going to rely on it. gas. Fire a gun through the hole. What are you doing? I just think, like, they're too clever by half. And this is, like, this is the same way, like, the DNC murdered Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, in the logic, this assassin and brain bugs. This is, again, to run down the logic of this. Sidious talked to Dooku, who talked to Django, who talked to Zam, who took these bugs and put them in the droid. For the droid to take the bugs and put them in her room—that yes. is how. When all those people see her every day, that is how outsourced yes. this assassin, this hit job is. They're relying on a, a drone and two invertebrates to get the job done. <laughs> After they botched it the first time, I tell you what, this is why they want trade deals because normally that job would have gone to a domestic assassin working from that planet, and they bring in these uh, bugs it, from God knows where. Yeah, in the assassins' think, union. Well, I. I don't think Django is necessarily part of the Bounty Hunters Guild. Boba is later. That's and, insane. Yeah. Why would you do Why that? Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> because it's cool. Out the window it's I go. It's really not cool. It's like, what do you do when you catch it, too? Yeah. But, like, but uh, That's yeah. you just hang on it and hope you don't die. But the buildings, in like, Coruscant, the buildings in Coruscant are so big that if you jumped out also, of like, the top floor of one. It doesn't have to do one, anything. It can just hang out there until he gets tired and let him drop to his death. They really yeah, should have should... given it a self-destruct like they do all the other robots in Star Wars. Like, this would have been a much shorter... Like, just blow it up now when <laughs> you got the guy, the, in, the, the one competent investigator is hanging off your flying death drone in a city that has no bottom. <laughs> just blow it up. Yeah, Zam could have gotten a great twofer here. Probably gotten a bonus on the mission. Padme is so passive in this movie. Look, if I had had two assassin bugs crawling on me in bed, I would not fucking stay in the bed while people come for me. I'd be wait, wait a second. Just uh, like like ten twenty seconds ago, did we get a little Sebulba cameo there? No, if, it was, if not Sebulba, it was a Sebulba. They don't all yes. look the same, Will. That's really <laughs> offensive. Sebulba it's was alive dog. at the end of Phantom Menace. We doctored him after essentially oh, crashing like a, a a Vespa at 800 miles an hour, <laughs> a Vespa being towed by two jet engines. He crashes that at like going 900 miles an hour and lives. So I don't yeah. think it's unreasonable. So that um, that That's alien, work. I believe, is Sabuka, uh, who is mm-hmm. a... Oh, no, actually. No, there's actually a number of Sabubas in this movie. There's more Sabubas <laughs> coming up later. you say that it's later. a Doug? Yeah, it's a dog. That's a species. D-U-G, right? Yeah. D-U-G, yeah. 
He didn't even give it a space spelling. It's what a D O U G like Doug. No D U G. It's just oh. Doug. He dug it like like Dig Doug. Chris, yeah. could you turn down the volume on the movie just a little bit more? Yeah, of course. There is a book in between Phantom and this where Anakin meets Sabulba again, but he's retired from racing, but Anakin has to race against Sabulba's son to, like, because his son has become a pod racer and is trying to, like, restore the family honor and so has to race against Anakin. Um, I uh, who wins? Book, so I don't know how. I don't know. I never finished it. I, I read it a couple <laughs> years ago. I'll tell you who wins. I'll tell you who wins, the reader. <laughs> <laughs> I hope his son's name is just Sebulba Jr. So do you think in a city like, uh, like or a planet like Coruscant, that's just all a city of like immensely high skyscrapers, like the lower you get or closer to the surface of the planet you get, like the worse a neighborhood it is? Presumably, yeah. Yes. I mean, this is, this is the premise of the, of the high-rise cities as precedent set by Blade Runner. We yeah. all agree that is the truth. And Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is this what New York is like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, it is. Well, in about six more months, yes. <laughs> Just open flames coming out of buildings. I'm freaking flying over here. <laughs> people yeah. people in just, car chases with bounty hunters. This is the fire district. It's just the district where there's this fire in all the buildings <laughs> that comes. And just el- giant electricity fields. It's the electricity and fire. This is where they make Wait, all the were they fire, just and, uh, and it didn't bother them. Yeah, yeah, they just kind of grinned through it. This is yeah. Well, the in the ta- last movie, Jar Jar got like his tongue got zapped, and he was, uh, that's about it. This is that's the Tesla. They invented a very harmless form of electricity. <laughs> it's the Tesla <laughs> coil neighborhood. The, yeah, exactly. This is what they killed Tesla to protect us from. <laughs> <laughs> when the DNC killed Nikola Tesla, <laughs> Thomas Edison, the DNC. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the uh, alternating current people—they were all together. Uh, sounds like how deep does it sounds go? Sounds like our, a a good premise for our next call, of Cthulhu. <sighs> Joe Biden would like Joe Biden, Kamala Harris—they'd all be like against AC if it was coming out now. They'd be oh yeah, no, they would be like, oh, what? It's dangerous. You're going to get electrocuted. <laughs> Stop it. See, when look, I first look, saw this look, movie, look, in- look, look, we we can't have the the universal energy field. Uh, you know. And my time's up. <laughs> uh, okay, so like uh, the the sort of bug lady shape shifting assassin uh, in her human form. When I first saw this movie, I thought it was Jennifer Tilly for a second, <laughs> which would have been cool. I mean, Jennifer Tilly and Gina Gerthon sh- should Jennifer both. Jennifer Tilly have been rules. In. This is quite sad to watch. Like I just finished Tiger King, and the yeah, way that yeah. Anakin just throws himself off the side of the car and everyone's oh, I hate when he does this. It reminds me of that scene in Tiger King where the Tiger King's like himbo uh, boyfriend who's forcing to have sex with him for meth like kills himself and he's like yeah. he's doing all of these things that puts him in danger. That's what Anakin is doing, I feel like, is that he's just trying to escape this life that he was forced into as a slave child. Yes. Uh, yes. Incredibly destructive. He doesn't care about his own mortality. He just wants to end what he's been put through. That is a so very he's putting himself in a situation. Actually, will she looks a little bit more like Meg Tilly, who is the Tilly that resembles <laughs> yes. me more so. Yeah, yeah, she is more Meg Tilly than Jennifer. That's true. No, Haley, that is uh, uh, that the analogy between Anakin and Travis Joe Exotic's yeah. seconds 
uh, meth addicted boy toy is very very apt because yeah he essentially uh, is made insane from a life of uh servitude to a to a maniacal cult and i uh, can just you know like anakin's fucking around with palpatine's campaign manager and just puts his lightsaber to his temple and be like, don't worry, I'll, get I'll turn it on. It'll be fine. <laughs> and it just goes straight through his head. It a power pack in it. You can't kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, power yeah. pack in the lightsaber. Uh, I took the kyber crystal out. It's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, also, if you took like a, gr- if you got like a group photo of all the, all the wild animal traders uh, featured in that documentary and put it up next to a group photo of the Jedi council, it would be very, uh, <laughs> Yes, very true. Yeah, the Jedi also only get paid one hundred and thirty-two dollars a week stipend, <laughs> and they all have to eat out the same meat truck. Yoda and Mace Windu and Kiadi Mundi. Oh, wait a minute, all Doc Antle actually does look like Qui Gon Jinn too, and <laughs> <laughs> has the same weird sex cult relationship with yeah. uh, yes. the young people that he abuses. And yes, exploits yes, their labor. Yes. It is just. I do. Yeah, I do like this. Like Anakin, he was rescued from slavery, and then they just gave him to a man with very unfortunate hair choices to spend the rest of his life serving. He's <laughs> like, now you're free. Now you now serve this man with a mullet for the rest of your life until he decides you're free. Haley, it, it begs the question. You know, we we kind of we 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 broached this during Phantom Menace. You know, was he freer when he was owned by Watto? I mean, I think the answer is yes. He was living in a pretty nice that's, house with his mom, basically yeah, just that's fixing the things. Of the movie is that freedom is slavery. Like, <laughs> Bow down before free. the Watto you serve. You're going to get what you deserve. No, he had a good life on Tatooine. He yeah. wasn't doing backbreaking agricultural labor. Yeah. <laughs> I like this robot football that's going on in okay, the background. Okay, now we get the, the drug dealer character, which is one of my favorites in this movie. Uh, what's his name? Elan Sleesbargano. Sleesbargano. I love love that this is like a space buffalo wild wings. Yeah, this is a Jedi. This is a galactic sports bar. Awful. This is yeah. awful. This is Dave and Buster's. I assume we don't have that. Yeah, yeah. but this yeah. is what I kind of. Oh, you're missing more, out. It's more of a buffalo wild wings. Yeah. I'm not seeing any yeah. gaming, so it's more like a B dubs. Haley, you're missing out on uh, Dave and Buster's. That was um, that was George Lucas's daughter, the and she's that, getting horny for Anakin. Yeah. No, I do yeah, want I some wanna. death sticks. The creature effects in this movie, like they've come so far from the original. Like you couldn't get head tentacles like that guy had back in the seventies. They couldn't didn't have the technology, but now CGI, you can put those little mushroom tentacles on a guy's head, and yeah, just the way technology has changed. The society is just this, like even the guy selling drugs. It's like, yes, my name is Sleaze Baggio, <laughs> and I'm selling death sticks. It's like they're not even trying to make it in any way appealing. Do you think death sticks are uppers or downers? Oh, they're uh, down. way downers. Yeah, got to be downers, get, right? My, death my theory from last episode is that you smoke it and immediately die. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate that's high. How you, that's how you get the ultimate high. <laughs> yeah, you get the this DMT. Why, that's why Obi One had to like find the death stick dealer and like get him the fuck out of here before Anakin found him. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, that, that sounds like a pretty good yeah, deal. Yeah, you, you get the DMT high yeah, when your brain are just releases it. tyrannizing the club. These people yeah. are why the club is now fun. You want to go to the club, you want to dance, and then you've got these this rough housing that goes on in there, just ruining <laughs> everything. 
Every time your uh, song comes on on the dance floor, these uh, these cops with laser swords start <sighs> wazing them around. Obi Wan Mateen just killed the club. <laughs> oh, no. oh, the hell of a death scene there! Yeah. Wait, I gotta say, everyone dies really badly. Everyone's really bad at dying in these movies. Oh no, she became a prune. She became a prune <laughs> creature. See, I don't get this this shape shifting species. It seems like a very limited utility. Because you wear the same, the outfit doesn't change. Just your face changes. Yeah. So she attempts yeah. to hide in the club well, by changing her still face. Got the same exactly fair, the same. To be fair, this is a heavily uniformed society. <laughs> so the odds are that there's going to be someone else wearing your same outfit is kind of high. And she and can no, also only change her face. She can't shape shift the rest of her body. Like, which yeah. It's again just like uh, uh, personnel management. So she was conducting the assassination, but Django was watching her from like a hundred yards away the entire time, just ready to dart her and then, as soon as and she And then he darts up. her immediately from like 500 yards away, directly in the neck. Like, if he's that good, how fucking easy would it be to why kill any of these pe- fucking goofies? And why not why kill Obi-Wan right there? <laughs> yes. Yes. These guys are, these guys are lames. And, okay, this is another uh, um, just thrilling Jedi Council scene. These are all really good. Samuel L. Jackson's fingers are not steepled. Oh, by the way, I looked up what Sebulba's son's name was. It's uh, Pugwis. P-U-G-W-I-S. <laughs> hell yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wait a minute. Sounds, pub sounds quiz? real alien. It sounds pub, real sci-fi. Pub quiz? <laughs> pub quiz. <laughs> Who won the Champions League in 2007? Well, after Sebulba, like had his accident and couldn't race anymore, he had to like you know, subsist off going to the local uh, pub in Tatooine and just <laughs> doing the quiz machine and living off his earnings and winning the pub quizzes. So, so we see here Anakin is, um, like, getting getting closer to, uh, you know, Palpatine or whatever his name is at, at this point in the film, uh, you know, the the Galactic Chancellor or whatever. Uh, but, like, it, it's it's really his life story is one of being passed up um, from being groomed at various levels in his life, you know, first by Watto, then by Qui-Gon and Obi, and then eventually by an even older, more evil man. Uh, absolutely. Does does Palpatine have a first name? Sheev. Sheev Palpatine. Yeah, okay, Sheev. Wait, Yoda's Sheev. got a little, Yoda's got a little, like, floating chair. Again, Totally what, unnecessary. What? He, did, he did a fake GoFundMe for that. You know what? He's just lazy. <laughs> He's just fucking lazy. He did a fake GoFundMe for that thing, and then he used half the money to go out on vacation. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Then he deleted his account. You know, just, like, shave the hair when you're at that point, Yoda. Like, the little wispy bits on top. <laughs> no, just... that'd be... Can you imagine having that wrinkly Yoda hair and, like, running a razor across it? Mods are asleep. Everyone posts smooth Yodas to the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> So in the movie originally, Jar Jar was going to with real English. <laughs> they were, he, was he was supposed to lose his Rastafarian. Yeah. yeah uh, the idea was like by being on Coruscant for the last 10 years, he'd become like civilized and had learned. That's like, even more racist. Senatorial yeah, that's super language racist. and had. He's supposed yeah, to sound like an old rabbi. That's what they said Frank Oz was doing. No, that's Yoda. For, for Yoda. Yoda, Yoda not, not Jar Jar. We're talking about Jar Jar. Oh, for Jar Jar. Oh, oh God, that's awful. <laughs> so why did they decide not to? Just because everybody loved the Patois so much? 
So, but there was a fan write-in campaign well, that said, "Keep it was, it's nice to know language. in the future they still have Sterilite suitcases." <laughs> <laughs> well, this is technically the past. <laughs> ah, thank you. Yes, it's true. It's true. Ah, the luggage technologies. You know yeah. what? Attention to detail in this movie. Where, like in this scene, the droid, like those little droids repairing the window that was smashed in the previous scene, like. Uh, he, yeah. he did, they couldn't afford that kind of continuity in the seventies. <laughs> like this is like one of the things that George Lucas was able to fix when he did these movies: is have more CGI if the, robots. If the window is broken in the first, scene, <laughs> <laughs> repaired in the second scene, and again, a perfect it example makes, makes the world real. A perfect example of, the, of, of what we talked about before: that George Lucas like doesn't know why people like Star Wars or what made yeah. the original <laughs> movies good. He's like, if yeah. only I had, if only we had the technology to show a window repair unit. In, in the- <laughs> See, and this is why I reject the people who say actually the prequels were the good ones. Because that's pure uncut Lucas. I'm sorry, that wasn't. That's not what Star Wars is either. Star Wars yeah. was never about George Lucas. Yeah, he convinced I, himself see, it was. Are, those are we convinced him it was. Believe in auteur theory, right? And much. he convinced himself he was, and we helped convince him he was by telling him he was. And he went insane and made these movies, which prove that it isn't him. These movies so, prove that Star Wars was not George Lucas. So my my take on the Star Wars trilogy of trilogies is that it's the story of like production in Hollywood over the last four. But it's years. a reverse dialect. Yeah. So we were talking about this last night. Is that so? The first yeah. movies are kind of in this new Hollywood, like these these new like young uh, visionary auteurs, and that's like kind of the story that's told. But the first Star Wars was deeply collaborative in terms of people like telling him what he couldn't could not do yeah. like editing the script also people uh, telling him like don't do that George. Yeah. yes exactly not, like he Han solo should not be a giant lizard man <laughs> he passing off the George. directing in the second two movies wait let me uh and and like his wife uh Masha lucas. Ed, like Masha lucas like redid the entire movie and yeah. edited yes it exists the she way that it is together because, the um yeah the trench run she put so, yes. that together, and also she's the one that made Obi-Wan Kenobi die. Like, originally, George Lucas had him alive the whole movie. She's the one that said, you actually have to kill someone to have some emotional weight here. And, like, originally, instead of, like, Obi-Wan saying, use the Force, Luke, he was just saying it over the radio <laughs> next to Leia <laughs> from the control room. That and sucks. Quiet light. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. That's like breaker on your air, twenty, good look buddy. Look at that airstream trailer of a fucking. <laughs> <spaceship>. <laughs> that does look like an airstream. So, so the first series is this series of like deeply collaborative, like blockbuster building in a system where you have real artists in a studio and uh, artisans collaborating to create this deeply collaborative project that is then become iconic. So then you fast forward twenty years in the late 90s, and as you were just saying, Lucas gets it in his head, and yeah. society tells him that he is the sole author of it. And at this point, he has the material power to just go off and do it all himself. Yeah, even and- insofar as, like, the casting is, like, even if there are, like, some good actors in this, like, the the amount the of, like, character movie. acting that really carried the original movies is just because, like, okay, here you we- know, Carrie Fisher is fun, Harrison Ford is Hell charming. Yes. Here yes. we go. yes. Dexter, Jetsters, 50s, Diner. Hell yes! Chris, we'll get I back want... to the, the third one in a second. Yeah, yeah, we got to well, talk about so Dexter, Dexter Jetster. The third one, yeah. I, we we got to stop, though. We got to appreciate we Dexter Jetster. We have to address Dexter Jetster. <laughs> there is a 50s retro diner on Corserant. Now, Coruscant. 
Well, how is there? What are the fifties two people on course rant? What What does that mean? What, why? Why is this? Is literally like a American graffiti diner. It's also on the um, like this has to be one of the most expensive pieces of property. It's on the surface of a planet that is like city down to the core. Yeah, and this is just on the top. This is in sunlight. Like this oh, is well, okay. Oh, this is very this thing, you have saying. to understand, though, we have this here too. See, they're all Greek. And uh, they all they oh, all yeah. have this Dexter system. Is a, is a space Greek. You know that you know Greeks. They got four arms, giant <laughs> like, gizzards. I, no, this I like literally. Out- this is the same hustle as the Greek diner ownership, where it's just like, how can you afford this real estate? And you know what? I don't ask questions. Yeah, uh, I would like I to point out about sky around my suburb. Like, I would like to point out about Dexter Jester. Uh, he is he cooks hamburgers and has a gigantic protruding gut out of a dirty T-shirt. Very similar to Phil Collins from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> uh, he also, I would like to say, Je- Dexter's uh, mustache is one of the most unsettling pieces of creature design in this entire uh, series. Yeah, really. Gross. Oh, there's another Sebulba. Yeah, this is Sabuka. This isn't Sebulba. Sabuka. Uh, is that, uh, is that, is that a lady Sebulba? Chris, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we broke, cut you off. It's just we had to appreciate Dexter Jester. Oh, no. This I also is, like definitely... that the um the existence of cloning is enough of a secret that Obi Wan Kenobi, like one of the top placed Jedi, like in who are like tied into the the galactic government, doesn't know about that there's cloning going on. But this guy running a greasy diner, he knows <laughs> the cloners, he knows about the cloning operations, he knows the planet they're on. And none of these people have any. Well, that's just idea. that's George Lucas. Like, well, in these kind of in a detective movie, where do you go? Oh, to the the diner owner. He knows everything. <laughs> that woman that's seems it. helpful, but she is very much a Warren supporter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the Ur Warren supporter right there. Mm-hmm. We need sensible plans that the star system can get done. <laughs> When she was like like forty years ago, when she was like really politically active, she had like her avi on uh, the holonet. It was like her with a little joke, with a little um, mug that said, "You know, Jedi male tears." Yeah, <laughs> she's one of those people. And the liberty green background. Don't forget she that. She had really yeah, short yeah. straight bangs. Why are all the Warren women librarians, and why are all librarians Warren women? I don't. I don't know they love, why. They love the lower librarians. Uh, like the, the the boss librarians that our administrators are, but everyone who's like a regular like reading books to children are Bernie people. Yeah. So it's actually like they've done the studies and like most librarians work for like universities and museums and stuff like really like really high paying expertise jobs where they have staff and stuff. But your cute little you know Richard Scary community librarian tends to be more of a Bernie supporter. But those I want to are point out called librarian assistants. I want to point out here about th- this plot line where like they've they've given Anakin a mission of like of going like like being Padme's uh, bodyguard essentially. Um, after, they're both, they're both after, undercover as well. Yeah, they're yeah, on undercover. a refugee ship going to Naboo. But Anakin is like this is a problem with the Jedi. 
having mandated haircuts is that he's supposed to be undercover while also wearing the haircut that literally only yeah. the Jedi wear. It's, it's a like really a, if, distinctive haircut. If, if, it's like if a Hasidic Jewish guy had to go undercover and was still wearing the hat and lepeas. <laughs> God, these um, shots of people walking across lobbies. Yeah, how many, how many minutes of the star? Oh, this oh, the is younglings. the younglings. The younglings. The younglings. Oh God, no, no, yeah. not the younglings. The younglings. All of these children are going to be shot in the back <laughs> by the next yeah. movie. No, these children will all be murdered or enslaved and turned into. Also, I have to say, the interiors Jedi. look really cheap and shitty compared to, say, like. Uh, like what came out around that time that looked amazing, like the Fifth Element. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, that. because those are real sets. This is just CGI horseshit. No, no even even when they're in like a lobby, though, it's like, yeah. what is, is this carpet? These like, aren't. Yeah, these backgrounds in the Jedi Temple, all that stuff. I think most of it is not CGI. What they did for these movies a lot that people mistake for CGI is that it was miniatures that they shot and then digitally used as the digital insert background. So they're all on green screen for all of this, but it's not a CGI background. It's an actual big miniature that they then insert into the background. So then you're, so they, have a them real walking, thing. they have the, the person walking in front of the blown up miniature. Yeah, basically. Uh, but like it, but all the, all the actors are still on green screen. Oh, they're but still on green of, screen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, no matter what, it all looks like a fucking Ramada Inn. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. The, the Wyndham Wizard invites you to stay at the Jedi Council. <laughs> well, it's because the Jedi Council George by Lucas, Wyndham. George Lucas knew that at some point there would be a Star Wars hotel, which is currently being opened at Galaxy's Edge. Yes. And well, this is like they closed, have the yes. perfect. They have the plans to, like, yeah. from the movies to build the literal hotel lobby. None of this shit looks even one one thousandth as good as any Trump hotel. That's in the true. The, the man knows class and sophistication. <laughs> it, it does actually remind me of the Venetian. <laughs> yes, the, no, the entire absolutely. aesthetic of the interior of the Jedi Temple. Yeah. Yeah. Naboo is very much like the Venetian, too. Like, if you go up to the next floor, there's, like, a Jedi who's je- who, like, didn't do too well in the Jedi exams, and his thing is that he just paddles around a gondola for, like, Jedi, <laughs> to tourist the Jedi temple to go about on the fake canals inside the Jedi temple. He uses temple. His, uh, his lightsaber as the, the little paddle. <laughs> well, he's the Force. Like, he can do that yeah. at least. I will say about the digital filmmaking here, it does look terrible, but it's also like Lucas was shooting at the very limits of technology yeah. at this point. Like everything in here is simultaneously looks like shit and is revolutionarily groundbreaking. A lot of yeah, this like and, wait a minute, wait, 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 hold on a minute, guys. I just I never noticed this before. This line where she says, elected. "I wasn't the youngest queen ever elected." Yeah. Yes, yes. Not, that means elected. one, not only that they elect queens and kings on on the boo, but two, they elect babies. <laughs> Yeah, and, well, and children the, because she was a kid. You know what? She I was think a kid in bit like Nepal, where they have like the baby queen, and but, you know, like, they, but that's not an elected position. <laughs> yeah, how are they going to campaign? Well, how do you vote between babies? <laughs> uh, the, the next king well, of Naboo. Yeah. The next king of Naboo is uh, Bart Harley Jarvis. Matt, do you know what that made her? Matt, do you know what that made her? What she was the boss baby. Oh my God, she was the boss <laughs> she baby. Was the boss baby. She was uh, 10 when she was elected, I believe. Yeah, that's insane. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The previous king, I think it was King Varuna, was like, there was a big scandal. It was like, you know, 
kind of he was impeached basically and Palpatine, <laughs> people found out he was eating boogers and they <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine like set up Padme as like the hope and change candidate that like you know we can't trust the establishment system we have to vote for a literal child whose innocence will ah. so this is canonical by the way whose innocence will like you know provide yeah. a new beginning for the people well, I think that's a good argument for why you should not elect babies. It's Nicole. Exactly it's, it's where they have like the little baby that they pick and they wait for a while and she her feet never touch the ground. And then, yeah, yep, there's precedent, I'm saying. I just I don't know if there are elections for the baby kings. Anakin's doing. Ge- yeah, I He's think doing- like a bunch of monks pick pick it in Nepal or yeah. something. Yeah, Anakin yeah. is doing Jedi splaining here. He's cutting off a woman who wants to who's trying to speak her truth. Well, he is like seventeen. Nice neckerchief. And a student, and she is like an elected member of like. She's grooming him. I mean, come on, this shit is curvy. She is merely the last in a whole line of groomers that have been in his life since he was a small child. That's. I like. I mean, that's why he killed her. I actually, I do like that that bit of that bit of like uh, Star Wars shipping, like like ships and stuff, like the little exterior hyperdrive hyperdrive thing ring. I think that's very cool. Yeah, like that. It's fucking cool. It's a nice like. Oh, this isn't exactly like the old Star Wars because in those ones the ships just shoot into hyperspace, and these ones, you need to bring like your charger. for the phone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Get into hyperspace. (laughs) Your 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 brick. no, I, I said this in the last one. I do, I do like how all the technology and ships over the course of the series slowly kind of evolved to converge into the original series ships. Yeah. Okay, K- Camino is fucking cool. I love this. Camino is cool. This is just like a heavy metal cover. <laughs> <laughs> Another alien species uh, with a ludicrously long neck. Just how would you live? I'm sorry. I am going to look like at the end of this quarantine. You guys, <laughs> I have lost so much weight. I am so spelled. <laughs> these guys are such a meme in the in the alien abduction community oh yeah <laughs> they look oh, like yeah. greys yeah they do well, well they're, I mean, they're tall greys yeah like the tall greys are i mean they're usually like the leaders in alien abductions they're the ones that orchestrate it uh they don't have the short greys in these movies these greys are also they have mohawks and are australian <laughs> Which is different from the typical gray that people generally yeah. encounter. <laughs> Imagine getting abducted by by an Australian I, alien. <laughs> what? Go take what? a go take a root up your pupa, yeah? Go take a look at. It. Oh, blimey! Give you a little probe. This is give you a this probe, is, yeah? I think like this is the thing that hurt these movies the most for me wasn't all the other things. But when I was watching it, it was the fact that like episode two and three they shot in Sydney on the Fox sound stages there. And so they just hire local actors. So it was horrible. Just suddenly, <laughs> suddenly Star Wars is in the same accent. It, like, it became this yeah. thing. It became this thing that horrible. was like only British and American people. And I know we don't have those here when I was a kid. I never met any. So it was like this alien otherworldly thing kind of. And then it's just everybody sounds the same as here. Suddenly. <laughs> what I, see, what I don't get like is. cousin. See, this doesn't yeah. make sense that the that the people who created the clones were Australian, because if they were, it would have been called the Cloney Wars. <laughs> <laughs> got some cloudies for you. Aye, aye, you order some cloudies? We got some cloudies for you, mate. 
Haley, they should have they should have filmed it in Sydney, but hired all actors and people from real people from Boston to just like invade <laughs> <Hell> yeah. Sydney <laughs> like like a like a plague of locusts. You could, you could get some real freaks. Some real aliens. I mean, we have we have real freaks here, but they didn't hire them. They didn't hire any bogans. Like that would have been more <laughs> realistic for the. Oh shit! The way their legs move is so wrong. <laughs> They're a ridiculous species. They, they never they would have existed. Fresh. I just they hate that. Their knees are way too high. I would like. I'd like there to just be some sort of basic like biology. You know, like some species okay. just are not realistic in existing. A giant guy with a long neck like that. Walking on hind legs. Give me a break. Okay, I want to get this back to my like, next. This, I want to get this whole on. scene looks like it was shot on Channel Rye. Like <laughs> it's just the most Italian bullshit. Okay, yeah. I, I want to get. I want to get back yeah. to my original point about this plot line here. We're like, okay, so first of all, the Jedi have to be celibate. Apparently, um, yes. Anakin is seventeen years old. You know, his his body coursing with midichlorians and hormones. <laughs> and, like, the whole setup in the original is, like, Obi-Wan is, like, you know, be careful. You can't get sprung for Padme. You know, you got to keep your emotions out of this. And then they give him a job to go away totally alone with her to this Italian villa, lakeside villa by themselves. Yes. What did yes. they think was going to happen? They should have given her one of, like, the – they should have given her Kit Fisto or Mace Windu or <laughs> yes. one of the other well, – one of the other Jedis. Well, would... The thing is yeah. that he's still a Padawan. Like, he has to go through – just kind of bitch work yeah to become a jedi knight and this is like one of the tests they put you through um is like they tempt you with Uh, ah yes and then they spring you because they know you're gonna fall and then they berate you and uh until like you're too fucked up inside um yeah that's how you brainwash people sex to ever do it again you know it's like a conversion therapy kind of The Jedi are stone freaks. There's no question about it. Oh, the Jedi are are fucking horrible. Like, (laughs) I think about it. The Jedi would be absolutely the most fucking transphobic organization to be in in Star Wars. (laughs) The Sith would be, like, they'd be cool. They'd just be like, yeah, you know, like, follow your passion. Go with whatever you need to go with. The Jedi are all about, like, no, no, no. All the things that that you are feeling and your intuition is telling you, you have to quash those and... uh, adhere to this strict doctrine that we've been following for a thousand years yeah and Um, like they would not fucking allow it they'd be like oh yeah you know like i know you want to take hormones and you know change who you are but like that's giving into passion and desire like you you have to fight you can't do those like mace windu he's gonna he's gonna take you to this room okay and (laughs) some things are gonna happen and you're not gonna feel these feelings after that happens like yeah, it, it is amazing how much the the prequel trilogy just turns the Jedi, who we've been told in the original trilogy are these like noble warriors, into just one of the most awful organizations yeah, ever. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like they're, 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 a, they're a warrior class of samurai dedicated fanatically to preserving the status quo at all costs. Well, yeah, the reason and, we originally liked the Jedi is because you meet them after they don't have any power. Yeah. They're all, they're, they're, they're all the priests after they've, like, you know, been moved out of the, out of connections yeah, exactly. to the children. There's a reason uh, you know. why Obi-Wan and Yoda were in hiding. Yeah, right. And not going by their real names. Yeah. And still, and luring young, impressionable boys to come, <laughs> you know, be taught by them in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Lord help me, I'm back to the old me. <laughs> As soon as, as soon as Obi Wan sees a young Mark Hamill, he's like, 
back to back to that old shit. Back to the old Jedi. <laughs> oh Lord, help me. Young Mark Hamill's a fucking twink. Like, <laughs> oh my god, he was, definitely. He was like a real himbo fanboy. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, these like, these uh, creatures here in this field are the worst ever portrayed in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Which ones? Uh, you'll They're see like in a second. They, they just have big asses. They got big badunkadunks. <laughs> you would not be able to have this. Would be just you could not have like the emotional heart to heart. They're surrounded by like infinite waterfalls in this area. <laughs> like the sound of that. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> The legislative think- youth program? What the fuck kind of cult-ass shit is this? <laughs> oh, yeah, I met him in the legislative youth program. What, before you were a 10-year-old queen? Yeah, we were in the anti-sex league together for a while. <laughs> we, 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 both, we wrote pages for Mark Foley. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did... Uh, it, we would be... Uh, she was Harvey Weinstein's we uh, like, uh, intern for a while on a free basis. <laughs> If dad got her in that job. We would be remiss if we didn't at least comment on, which I think we, we skipped right over the uh, the coarse sand line. I hate which, uh, I hate know. sand. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. Not like you. I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Sand. Sand. Don't be the lie. And she I hate is sand. the opposite I hate sand of sand. sand. Too. I don't even like beaches. Yeah. yeah. And she, and she is. You're smooth and, and you're nowhere over me. Like, you're not giving me anything. And you have to admit <laughs> that she is the opposite of sand. <laughs> Like, she is not coarse. She's smooth. She doesn't get this everywhere. Is, she's in one place at a time. Yeah, and sitting and sitting with Anakin, shit, sitting though. with Anakin next to a waterfall, she's wet as hell. Am I right? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> just like watching, I'm just watching her facial expressions, what, the way he's talking to, this is, like, I've been in this, like, you meet a guy and he just starts talking, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've all been on a date like, like this, where, the, where where a guy starts like surfing a wildebeest in front of you, or <laughs> awful. He's trampled. And by he's it. farting. The thing's farting. Hell far- yes, there's farting. What are these creatures? They're awful. Awful. She's trying to make Hell sure he that he's dead. Like, it's like concussion. <laughs> if I just like, if I just grab his head and just look at this. Look how look how look how sexy it. this is. That is hot. This is so sexy. Oh my god, I'm getting all riled. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the lighting and the color grading. The thing where they just roll so down the hill cheap. and then they don't even get a close-up. They don't even cut to a close-up. It's just it's them like good. lying on top of each other at the bottom of a hill. The fucking pterodactyl coming out of the water and flying over the city. Like, that's... That is so heavy metal. That's just like... Yeah. It's great. He knew, like, he knew good places to steal iconography from. No, I mean you're right. All the Camino stuff is very cool. This battle that's about to happen is probably the yeah. That's best the, probably the only movie. good like uh, actual fight or set piece. I'm, in movies. And, but this right here reminds me of all the things that are infuriating. Namely, Boba Fett made, being turned into like this legendary figure. He was just some asshole. He had cool armor and he got killed very quickly and he easily. He does nothing. He, he, he does loads nothing. Captain Solo into the cargo. He doesn't even do that. He instructs the stormtroopers to do that. He does nothing. <laughs> and then yeah, he, gets, he, he, he brings some, you know, masculine energy to this nerd fest, and I think that's really what people were responding to. <laughs> I just they could have got a new guy. The idea that like this character is that important is absurd. That actually, one his, of my favorite. He's a clone of, of all of the warriors who fought the Clone Wars. Get out of here. 
Uh, one of my favorite Star Wars ancillary things is that behind the scenes photo of the guy who is playing Boba Fett with his helmet off, and it's just like oh, a forty-five year old bald the, guy with is, a mustache. He's got sides, from, glasses, he's and got a mustache. Side, side what scene. Was that guy? That guy. That was for the special edition. Like they, because they re, they added a bunch of stuff to that Jabba the Hutt sequence. So that was like additional Boba Fett they, stuff they shot in the 90s. And they just got guys from the effects department to put on the Boba <laughs> Fett. They did. They put on the Boba Fett costume and stand there. So that's just like, that's an animator, that guy. That's a real <laughs> guy, 90s the, animator. Wait a minute, are, are you telling me that Boba Fett doesn't actually look like Dennis Rader? <laughs> <laughs> this, I think this is actually... For this movie, this is a good scene. Like it has some tension, and yeah, 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 there is, yeah, there's like yeah. something going on. There's a, char- there's a character who has he's, he has an intention. There's another character who's hiding information from him. It's the closest it kind of comes to actually being like functional storytelling. Yeah, and like they're they're gonna con- they're, you know they both know that they're gonna con- conflict later. Yeah, they're like sizing yeah. each in their other eyes. up. You, you kind of yeah, want them to, you kind of want them to make out a little bit. Also, yes, absolutely. And also between like o- the, between Obi Wan and the cloners, there's like there's an interesting tension there of like where they presume to know him and like even though he doesn't know what's yeah. going on, he has to play along in a weird way. There's, yeah. a, there's an uncanniness. Little there. Italian villa fucking. Oh wait, this scene colors. is great. This scene is great. We we have to watch this. This is the this is my favorite scene in the movie. By the way, what a useless table! Look at the shape of that table. That is a useless table. Oh, this here we go. Eating a, eat, eating a pear with a fork and knife. Nope. Just gonna, gonna gonna use the force to peel it for you. Why is she dressed like a crow? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be very grumpy. You can just eat a pair. Send signals, but she's wearing like a. Wait giant a minute! Is he coat just coat. telling her that they need to keep secrets? He's learned from the masters. You can <laughs> eat Don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I've heard from all my Jedi trainers, is this is our little secret. I'd fucking hate to be on the boo. You'd have to eat, just eat pears for dinner. Like, you're this rich, you have this villa, and all you have is pears. You just have constant diarrhea. No protein, yeah. no fat. Why, yeah. why, why, why don't they fruit? have a big side I mean, it of looks the, like, those... It looks like Italy. Why isn't there some freaking red sauce? Yeah. No, they, some they freaking brajul. Um, like like, like, the, like yeah. the Flintstones. They should have a big side of one of those fart beasts from the earlier scene. <laughs> yes. They actually no, you out. eat one pear. They cut out a lot of shit in this movie. There's a whole subplot where they go to meet her family, and you get to meet Padme's parents and what? Her yeah, meet the parents. There's like a whole. There's like multiple scenes where Anakin meets her family and parents, and That's she's bullshit. having discussions with her sister in. about like how she feels about Anakin and stuff. That's amazing. Are the parents? Were the parents cast? With My anyone, heart is beating. Knows? I mean, it's all shot. Like the deleted scenes, you can go watch them. They're not. They're not celebs. The the parents. No, they're they're just more jobbing actors from. Sydney, oh, I think. okay. <laughs> well, then fuck them. I only wanted to know if it, it would was have been a, fucking a great if her like parents were just like super woggy, like they just had just like this, like you know, like they go to meet her parents and like her mom just keeps bringing out like more frozen lasagnas for Anakin to take back with them. <laughs> her bro- her brother is Luke Brady. <laughs> Probably real actually is like all the extras that they have in the Matrix too. These things would have been shooting right around the same time in the same place. <laughs> yeah, we live we live in the real world where, where people stop being polite and start getting real. 
<laughs> By the way, the way that uh, the way that uh, that uh, Amidala uh, she uh, abdicated the throne to become a senator, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know who else did that? Abdicated their throne to become the civilian head of government. Uh, Prince Sinahook of the Cambodia. It Thanks, feels Matt. very much like uh, Putin, like stepping down from president to become prime minister. It's a very like shallow transfer yeah. of power. Well, because Palpatine that. was the senator in Phantom Menace, and like he's the one to hold the power in that movie. Like she's the queen; she well, can't do she's anything. Not, we can agree that she's not doing a Tony Ben, you know, and like <laughs> giving up her title to actually fight for the people. Like, she, well, like, I mean, honestly, having. Having spent last movie on Naboo, I don't want her to do anything for any of the disgusting creatures on that planet, whether they be the awful idiot frogmen or the stupid uh, soy-based also, idiots uh, in Naboo. They all suck. There's also no people on Naboo. Like, he's yeah, yeah. The, the, there are two types of people. Civilians. There are frog imbeciles, and there's like a couple of valets who got defeated by some Roombas. It's basically <laughs> the population of Vatican City and then just a gigantic indigenous race of frog people that they rule over and, and they have... <laughs> yeah. And somehow it is the the, She's the got a pad of ground zero. Well. Yeah, how how is there yeah, they need to and talk these are the good I'm guys. assuming they have apartheid. The they have apartheid yeah. on Naboo because otherwise all the se- the senators and shit would and the queen would be Gungans. Yeah, there's like a real gerrymandering problem. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's like everybody the... makes a big deal about Jar Jar being a Gungan senator, but shouldn't we're... they all be? Like, if, if you look at what the what the DNC and Naboo did, like they closed all the polling stations in the Gungan areas, <laughs> in the Gungan city, in the swamp, all in the, the, areas in the were... underwater city. Yeah. Uh, there was one polling look, uh, location in the underwater the Gunga, city. Man, like more, all the pre-polling suggested it was going to go for Bernie. Inappropriate <laughs> and impractical furniture. That works for nobody at all. No, what is he? Just giant, like these. Samuel L. Jackson is trying to say crisscross applesauce. He's like a sixty-year-old man. Like that's not. Yeah, no, he's like sixty with that. Yeah. (laughs) God, Yoda looks like shit. Somehow looks worse. they couldn't do the ear twitching in the originals. It's like the way, like, the, that's what George Lucas wanted to be able to do, was have, like, that little CGI ear twitch. But they couldn't that's do That's what matters. Again. That's what matters more than anything. Like, you could, like, this scene of Yoda sitting on, you couldn't do that with practical effects. And like, honestly, there's no way to achieve that. And there's nothing you get from the practical effect of a real creature really occupying space that makes up for the ability to do a, a nose crinkle like that. See, the thing to remember is that George Lucas wants to have as little contact with people as possible. And yes. so, like, all of this just allows him to not have to talk to other people. It's why, yeah. like, there's no Ralph McQuarrie on these movies. There's no yeah. Kasdan. There's no, uh, there's some other, there's, like, the Gary oh. Kurtz. There's no Master Lucas. Like, all the people that he had to talk to and deal with as humans and listen to their opinions, he doesn't have to do that. Like, yeah. from what is I heard, it- there was... It was basically no. a silent rule to uh, never talk to George Lucas unless he spoke <laughs> to you in Lucasfilm. Like, that's how he wanted it. Uh, I do want to do a, a quick plug real quick, which is that if you want to know everything there is to know about uh, digital filmmaking in this movie in particular, I recommend the episode of the Blank Check podcast with J.D. Amato and their Attack of the Clone series. It's actually incredibly interesting about like how these movies are made and what technology they were using. Also, I got, that was minutes. She got a perm. Good to finalist. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's how that, good the love was. That's how good the D was. Yeah. <laughs> Her hair got permed by, by, <laughs> by that Jedi pipe. Uh, this is so upsetting to watch. Like she, they've just had he's had sex the first time, and he's just been standing out on yep. the balcony all night, <laughs> staring, <laughs> staring into the distance. Totally normal. <laughs> totally normal response to losing your virginity. It but you know, it, so it makes and sense. Talking about his mother and talking about his mother. Talking about your it, mother. And no, no, it suffering. makes sense. It makes sense given his lifetime of sexual abuse. Yes. He would probably have like you know pretty bad associations with you know his own yep. sexuality. He's, it's true. He's been having to be like gay for enlightenment instead of gay for pay for the years. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's been with a woman and it's fucked him up. It's just, yeah. uh, it's really disturbing. And it's very also, upsetting to watch. I'm still a bit high tra- from last night. This is not good. This is really <laughs> bad vibes. This is also channeling the uh, Italian energy of the location into uh, her getting that uh, that very like yeah it's a very like yeah she looks like she's got an olive oil bottle yeah yeah and then and then him having and then him having sex and immediately being like oh my Rome what have I done what would my mother think my mama is crying everybody on the boo had well and also just in Greek mythology too no it's like yeah like if she had been like a good like catholic girl like just a just a real foggy yeah. actress it would have been so much better yeah, yeah th- th- this scene is pretty cool though with the jetpack and yeah. the, with the twin blasters that's kind of hot that's, yeah that's that's that, that kind of goes i i like i love i liked young boba as a kid because i was his age and i was like he's Ooh, how did you not kill him with he, that direct hit from a missile one. yeah yeah he's cool yo how is this he not like dead the they hit him like <laughs> oh god He's got Ooh, the this force. Is, this is like the, vi- He's got the real force video power. game occasion. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Is that you? Just yeah, that, get, like... you get shot by lasers, and it just lowers your HP. It doesn't do yeah. anything to you. <laughs> no, but yeah, like uh, back to Anakin. He has his first ever consensual sexual experience, and then immediately has a vivid and nightmare it, about it, his mother. It, it wasn't. Ac- it wasn't like she was clearly like manipulating him. Like he's going on about, oh, we can't do this. It's, She's wearing that outfit. She's saying, oh, we can't. And then the next morning, she's like, oh, well, yeah, obviously. Like, <laughs> you were going to do it. <laughs> and you'd, you'd say yes eventually. Like, she's wearing him down. It's not. I like <laughs> these, like, f- super-powered flying jump kicks are stupid, but I like the parts of this fight that are just, like, them punching each other, which is not something you see much in the Star Wars. Yeah. Movie. It's, like, just, just hand-to-hand combat. Uh, Obi Wan dangling, he, yep, d- as he does constantly in these movies. He was dangling off the I, assassination drone. Now he's dangling here. Oh yeah, he, was dang- he dangles off the. I remember the one, the, the little node in the first one. He's hanging off in the big yeah, pit, yeah. and he leaps up. Yeah, I remember having uh, to recreate that when it was my turn to play Obi Wan in the playground. <laughs> Uh, that's also part of my Star Wars prequel drinking game. Anytime uh, Obi Wan is dangling, you take a drink. Yeah, also, that motherfucker uh, any, dangles like crazy. Drops a lightsaber and there's a shot of the lightsaber landing on the ground. That's a good one. That's those. a good one. Yeah. I mean, the first one that I said is anytime there's a wipe, but that would be a good way to get uh, black out. Anytime there's a scene where the camera is just filming a hallway, uh, <laughs> slowly behind two people walking, having a conversation. All right, my, my bit of uh, Star Wars trivia. 
is that you know we all know like yeah, Lucas sort of like really ceded control on uh, Empire and Jedi when they're probably for the the better for them. But uh, you know, I think it's pretty much acknowledged that Empire is the best of the Star Wars films. Empire Strikes yeah. Back. The director of photography on Empire Strikes Back is a guy named Peter Shishetsky uh, or something like that. It's sort of like a, like a Polish sounding name. I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly, but uh, important to me, he is the longtime, longtime collaborator of David Cronenberg, who was oh. offered Return of the Jedi at one point. That's true. And Lynch, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Lynch too. Could you imagine what those movies would have been oh like? Oh my God. Oh my Lord. I don't know. Oh, I well, think- wait, wait, wait. Here, let me finish my, my thing about the trilogy of trilogies. Yes. Yeah. And that, so then the first, so then the second, the prequel trilogy is like, George Lucas going complete ownership. I'm the author. And it kind of fits in with like that late 90s, yeah. like blockbuster auteurs like the Wachowskis or uh, Cameron doing Titanic or yeah. even like my, uh, Michael Bay. Peter Jackson. Uh, here's, yeah, uh, Peter he Jackson. Is, it's, it's Watto. It's the little, hey, he's oh, back. Yeah, he's yeah. got a little cap. In case you I, forgot, I this is what you are like. That is so good. He's the best fucking character in these movies. I love Watto. Watto rules. We love Watto. He has such great we, energy. We folks? He's got personality. But he's yeah, he's contemptuous of the Jedi. He's yeah. uh, which you should be, uh, as Felix described. He is a very good slave owner, as those things go. Well, uh, that's the thing is that like he was never a slave. Like he was mind tricked by the Jedi into thinking, "Oh yeah, I've got a house. My mother who loves me, I get to have this you know house droid for her to look after. I'm fit." And then the Jedi come and like, no, actually, you know, you if you real freedom. Uh, is when you come to our, our temple on yeah. Coruscant, your mother oh, yeah. can't come. The Jedi sorry, 100% kidnapped him. They absolutely yeah. yes. kidnapped and trafficked him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This so, is and what's been the... going on in Haiti under the <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, that Oprah like, went to the Academy in South Africa, too. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you, Mia Farrow? <laughs> okay chris what's that what are the, okay. the and then and then the, the final third, the yeah. sequel trilogy uh that is when the studio becomes the author of the of the yes. uh, piece not yes. just the studio not just the studio but like a major global corporation yes basically yeah basically and they take it away from the original author for whatever vision he has and are like no this is pure product and only exists to be uh, a series of numbers on a balance sheet and anything that actually takes place in the movie is secondary to that and so everything is d- decided from instead of an individualist way a in as maximalist way as possible well, also, which leads to like uh, one equal- size fits none like pure yeah, exactly. pure by committee by committee yes Yes, by committee. By committee. They have and, a literal and, committee. They have the Lucasfilm Story Group. Like they have, it's part of. They happily advertise. <laughs> it's part of. Which part of their thing is? No, these movies are good because we have ten Star Wars experts who go into a room and decide what Star Wars is, and tell J.J. Uh, Abrams, oh, wait, "This is uh, what we want the Star Wars to be." Yeah, and, which um, is, this scene is pretty, This scene is pretty cool. The chase through the uh, the rings of this, this planet. Is this the, is actually pretty good. The, the sound of these fucking bombs. Oh, the mines like, are very. Yeah, that's cool. Some of his best fucking shit. Yeah. Which so leads satisfying. to, which leads to as incoherent and bizarre of a of a series structure uh, as the new ones. And as Matt was uh, helping me think out yesterday, it is like a reverse dialectic that that you start with something that is good because it has all these elements mixed together, and then over the course of thirty years, yes, yeah, there we go. Uh, That's so, so good. good. That and rules. over the course of forty years, you deconstruct it into the parts that, on their own, make it 
shitty. Bad and incomprehensible. Yep. It's the Hans Zimmer. It's the Hans Zimmer drop. Yep. Yeah. Hans Zimmer stole everything he knew from Ben Burt on these movies. Oh, of course. I love it when he. I love it when the spaceships they have little lights that light up the house. It's so good. It's Google Google Maps. All all the little little headlights. uh, the little tracker grids that all the spaceships have that just have those like two coordinate planes. These asteroids are like sponge shit. of an asteroid. Yeah. <laughs> they look like the beginning of Uncut Gems when you're going through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is actually this George is... Lucas's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he honestly should have done that. Put some of his uh his his colon the yeah. his last doctor's appointment. I was just thinking that, like, all of this stuff, like, you could be tempted to think that, like, all the stuff about the Anakin pedophilia subplot is just us projecting this stuff onto the movie. But, like, George Lucas worked really hard to work a pedophilia subplot into Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I kind of think it's part of the text. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like, he was really insistent on wait remind me what was the what was the pedophilia like subplot in raiders so the so in raiders when indy you know meets of marion and then she's um working in that bar in uh like uh, mongolia or nepal. something nepal yeah nepal. yeah nepal um and her and like indy knows her because he was like his dad her dad's um like oh right right archaeological assistant and they had a relationship together in the movie she's like I was a child, and he's like, you knew what you were doing. That's literal. Like, he, the intention is that she was like 12 years old when Indy was, had this relationship with her behind her father's back. It's, (laughs) it's, uh, it's not good. Like, there's, there's the transcripts. Uh, yeah, George Lucas, uh, I was thinking, I was thinking this old guy could have been his mentor. He could have just, you know, this little girl when she was just a kid <laughs> had an affair with her when she was 11. Kasdan. And he was 42. He hasn't seen her in 12 years. Now she's 22. It's a real strange relationship. <laughs> I'll say, Jesus Christ. That makes you wonder, you know, who who are the real bad guys in Raiders of the Lost oh, Ark? Lucas. Yeah. He, Lucas. <laughs> uh, he's, he's 35, and he knew, her, he knew her 10 years ago when he was 25 and she was only 12. Uh, Lucas. It would be amusing oh, uh, to make us slightly young at the time. Uh, and promiscuous. She came on to him. Uh, oh, paging uh, Nick Mullen. Paging Nick Mullen. Lucas. Jesus. Oh, 15 boy. is right on the edge. I know it's an outrageous idea, but it is interesting. Once she's 16 or 17, it's not interesting anymore. Uh, it's interesting. And he was 25. Very interesting. And they actually had wow. the last time they met, and she was madly in love with him. Spielberg, she has pictures of him. Oh wow! They, they have, wow! That they have this all so clearly played out in their yeah. heads, like they had had like many late night bull <laughs> sessions where they were spitting back and forth, being like, "No, she's twelve, but she came on to him." Yeah, oh, yeah not good, uh, not good. Not and good. just like, I just love that they recorded. They t- like George Lucas, the secretary, had to like type all this stuff out where she's listening to her employees plot out whether or not it's better that this child is 12 or 15 when she has sex with Harrison Ford. <laughs> and also, I like oh. they say, if she were 16 or 17, it wouldn't have been interesting. <laughs> it would have been interesting. It wouldn't be interesting yeah, get, get at all. Get out of here. It would be interesting to the authorities, probably. 
when you think about uh, American <laughs> Graffiti and Harrison Ford in that movie where he's just driving around with a literal underage child the whole night. That's true. Oh, yep. God. Yeah. There's a well, real thing in these look, movies Look, if this Harrison was true, then, then dating I think we should really, girls. we should ask Steven Spielberg about this. Or maybe his, <laughs> uh, his close personal uh, friend and business partner, David Geffen. <laughs> yep. Oh, this, yeah, it's this guy again. Oh, this asshole! I hate him. <laughs> Everyone hates him. Fuck up. No, Americans hate him. Everyone else loves C three PO. Just no! literally, I've he's only awful. ever heard Americans complain oh. about C three PO. He's terrible. You all hate him. You think he's spineless and cowardly. And well, he doesn't do he anything. Is. He's the soul of Star Wars. He's he like whines. he's the audience. Is it? Like, he whines. If he is the audience, then the films are revealing their Joel Edgerton the here, which I reject. Got, respect. Um, I respect. I, I, and actually, if that's the t- the take, then I like him now. I, um, now I think uh, he's I good. Young, Joe, young Amperu, kind of a dime. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I got Joe Eggerton's autograph from the time he was filming this. He went, he was shopping in my dad's store, and um, they were like, oh, you're in that new Star Wars. And he's like, yeah, I'm playing a stormtrooper. And he signed a t shirt for me there when he was doing this movie. Oh, cool, oh, cool. Wait, Wait, was Joel Eggerton like a, a known actor in Australia at this point? I don't think so. I like. I think my parents recognized him as an actor, but I, you know, I had no idea who the fuck he was. I only know who he was at all at, because of this movie. They have a lot of really nice plastic yeah. products around here. Yeah. The, uh, Tatooine the, the is like, they, they move so much Tupperware in Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> I also like in this scene. One of the few economies moving. they have like, between the slaves is they all just sell each other Tupperware. And like yeah, his main like job was just like unpacking the Tupperware from the back of the space truck. You know, Tatooine <laughs> does look a lot like Utah. And Mormons also love selling Tupperware to each other. This oh, guy man. is apparent. Like the, the I want to point out, yeah, yeah. In this scene, the Anakin meets the guy who bought his mother from yes. Watto and then married yep. her. And then now that she's been like abducted, he basically tells her, like, yeah, it's too much trouble to find her. I'll buy a new My wife. Bank, he's <laughs> acting up. Yeah, yeah I see. I've seen your mother. I, I bought her and I married her. <laughs> Then she disappeared yada, yada, out, yada. out looking for mushrooms one day. Uh, we we haven't we haven't bothered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really loved your mother, who I bought and has mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> we have made no effort to look for. Yeah. Would you it's like weird. some blue milk? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I believe the milk is red in that scene. Oh man! Also, the fact that it, it never occurred to him that like. This might be also. How long did it Awkward. take you to like reach out? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. How about you go and get your mom back immediately, like you, you said call. you were going to do when you were a kid. You could call. Call your mother. Call your mother, Anna. Send, send a hologram. Send a hologram. Come on. Sometimes you just act capacity, and you can't. <laughs> yes. You can't. It's emotional energy. Is what it is. It's it's low. Great music. Like, great music. Great music. This music yeah, is definitely. so much better than this movie. Oh no! All of it is John. John Williams is the only true auteur of the Star Wars films. I do like. I like the physics when he zooms off in the speeder bike. Uh, I fucking. It's actually a swoop bike. You can tell by the distinctive way the front like angles forward, whereas the speeder yeah, it's bike like is a, like a. It's like a chopper. You yeah. fucking idiot, Chris! You what? absolute moron! <laughs> that you couldn't tell the difference between those two things. <laughs> How fucking oh, yeah, speed- dare you! And I love like this shot of like the Jawa sand. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's really good. I like that a lot. This is like this is almost like do like Dune shit. Yeah, 
Is it, that's I all, guess this, you know that's all painted, This is supposed too. to that's be like painted. the James Dean kind of stuff. Like, that's what Hayden Christensen is trying to channel with his voice, is like James Dean. And like the whole kind of the motorbike thing. Like, that's what that's supposed to be. Yeah, as you were talking at the like our intro, it's just, there's just too many things in this movie. It, it's like, and that is one of the things that makes Star Wars good, is that it like meshes up all yeah, of these, that's you know, quite, pulp. Pulp like, influences, but it just like ricochets back and forth between like things that it's supposed to be being. Like so I much. vibe with this so much. Like as like I don't know, maybe like I have ADHD. Like I just when I make things, I just like to put all the things that I like together into a thing. Like I was trying to make record a thing with my partner the other day, and they actually know how to do music, and it was like they were trying to explain to me that. To make like a music, you can't just put all the different sounds that you like together and it sounds good. But that's like my, that's how I would do it. It's like, yeah, I like this sound and this sound and this sound. And they all, none of them fit together. They're all completely different, but I like to, I want to put them all together because I like them all. Well, that's, that's what's like good about, that's what's good about part. drawing though, is you can, you can do that more yeah, easily with, exactly. you know, pe- pen and ink, you know? This is just different movies that George Lucas, like his, he's like 60 at this point. Like he's just <laughs> thinking about the past. These are different movies. George yeah. Lucas remembers from the fifties, and he's just refilmed them as Star Wars. Yeah, including like American Graffiti for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Dexter he has Jester is like right out of American Graffiti. Oh, I, w- I was just like, yes, I was just remembering. Like, what I forgot to mention in that scene is that there's the robot flow robot, but there's oh, also, yeah, yeah. there's also a human who's working in the diner as well, just wearing like a fifties diner outfit. <laughs> and I want like sure. a book about like her life because she looks like shit in that scene like she's this guy's cool she looks busted like and i want to know like the story of like the one human working in dexter jets's diner oh yeah she's she's a tom she's a tom waits song we we know she's got a christmas Christmas card from a diner waitress on coruscant yeah yeah (laughs) what is that when i'm pregnant (laughs) there's the uh so he just like missed the banking clan guy. Yes, oh really yeah, weird skinny guy. face guy. I love the banking clan guy. So, what is there like a? Is there any noticeable racisms with like? No, I gotta say, the banking clan guy. They went. They zig when you thought they'd zag, and they went large forehead instead of nose. Mm. So it's like I don't even know what he's supposed to be. Yeah, he's it's actually, not. J- it's not J.K. Rowling in charge here. Has Darth Plagueis. Really? He's a banking that, clan great, guy. Great, great yeah, physics in that in that jump. By the way, that made a lot of sense. That looked like how yeah, things yeah. fall. All right, he's about to do some genocide. This this is doing that side. Wait a minute, he said you said that the forehead guy is the same race as uh, Darth Plagueis. Darth Plagueis, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure Rise of Skywalker says that all uh, all of the Sith are just clones of Palpatine. That's not what it's saying, isn't it? No. What the fuck is happening? Like the spirit, like the spirit. I gotta like say, for a time. slave, her nails look amazing. Like the rest <laughs> of her looks like shit, but look at that manicure. Do you know what my yeah. nails look like after this fucking, this fucking quarantine? I got a gel manicure, fucking growing out, look like look. shit, and I'm inside you, all the time. Somehow, this bitch is a hand model. When you when you buy a wife, like you keep her in style, you know, you make sure that she can go down to the nail salon, especially when stuff. you got moisture farmer money. <laughs> I love, yeah. I love to go on cute little dates with my slave wife. <laughs> I love going to Tashi Station with the old slave wife. 
When you send throwing your that, slave throwing wife... Throwing that wet money all around. Like, you don't want your slave credits. wife going out, picking mushrooms all day and coming back with, like, disgusting mushroom fingers. You get her to go and, like, get her nails done yeah. when she comes home. She doesn't care at all that her life has been awful yeah, ever since her only her, her only child left her. He well, hasn't even been... checked in before now. This He's is, never this is checked incredibly... In. This, this is like asshole literally never thing. checked in on her once. On and his I, yes, slave he, mom. If you were showing was... these, like, you think about, like, insane adults who, Here's another like, great, parents who force their children to watch these scene. movies and marathons. And, yeah. like, Ronin. you go from Anakin baby <laughs> to <laughs> And then, like, she's been, like... Uh, every Tuscan Raiders in yeah, the yeah. It's a real dark turn. Yeah, it's very dark. This implies, like, it's never explicitly said, but it is very, it's very, very dark. dark. It's yeah. very horrible. Yeah, she's on that, like, rack thing. Yeah, yeah, it's very disgusting. If you've ever seen, like, the CGI, like, little videos on Pornhub, where, like, which is, like, about, like, what Lara Croft, like, getting fucked by the baddies <laughs> in Tomb Raider, like, this is the kind of shit they're implying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, he's angry oh, now. Oh, that's his angry oh. face. He looks uh, so angry. By the way, he has to avenge his mother that he completely ignored until very yeah. recently. Yes. By the way, I've never seen those videos, so I don't know, I don't know what you're talking also, about. Also, he looks <laughs> mildly annoyed at most that his mom's dead. Listen to the no here. No! That no is so bad. They couldn't get Liam Neeson back to do the no, so they just oh, threw Jesus. in a random one. Yeah. Because I think it took him too long for Neeson to realize what he was. Yeah. My God. What am I representing here? He came back and did Clone Wars, though. Sicko. He came back to do that. Wait, what, the animated series? Yeah. He's, he, he was did, a like, voice? He did the voice? He, he's, like, Qui-Gon is in the Clone Wars, like, is like a spirit and shit. And, yeah, Liam Neeson came back to do, like, four or five episodes. Actually, uh, he he ended up meeting and offending uh, Samuel L. Jackson so much because he had he had this experience as a young man. And he, <laughs> so they didn't want him back for the second movie because he, he was he was he was angrily stalking around the set looking for Samuel L. Jackson to confront. <laughs> there's, there's a there's a bit in here where I don't know if it's this scene or the next one where he's there's a lot of scenes of Obi Wan and the transmitter. <laughs> but he refers to the Jedi Temple as the old folks' home at one point. <laughs> Hell yeah. Coming up. Which raises like a lot of olive. questions. Widen the range. Widen the range. Look at that gross this is before hair. Before they introduced uh, 5G into the Star Wars universe. <laughs> which yeah, is what led to the force. rise of the Empire. Yes, exactly. Just like. Uh, uh, COVID was caused by Chief, uh, 5G. I, like, don't get that conspiracy, sir. Why is like, he going back to talk to his family? We specifically forbade him from ever talking to his mother <laughs> and getting any perspective on what's been happening to him. Right, it was supposed to be our secret! Oh, I love these little guys. I think those are supposed to be Womp Rats. Oh, those Womp Rats? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I just love any scene with R2-D2 just by himself, like, whistling to himself. It's the fucking best shit. He carries, he carries the scene. I'm sorry. I love him. Oh, I love that old guy. Kenny Baker. What, like, a fucking king. Like, yeah. just in that robot dustbin. Yeah. 
in the fucking in the fucking desert in Tunisia. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And also, uh, I, like famously, hated hated Anthony Daniels. They hated uh, each other through all of these movies. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Gee, I wonder so which relationship one. is real. Anakin's yeah. like just and, uh, returning oh, your Anthony property Daniels, here. I believe is the one who has like a universal reputation in the Star Wars. Oh, he's a complete a huge prick. He's an asshole. So that means Kenny <laughs> Team Kenny Baker once again. Also, I like. This might be bad of me, but I always assumed he was gay, but he's straight. What? I, Anthony Daniels? Anthony Daniels. He has a wife. I looked it up once because I'm like, there's no way he he's not. British. But he's just he's British. Really this is my favorite British. line in the series. He's that kind of like gay British. Yeah. Like, like well, uh, Richard E. Grant. The word is British. Yes. <laughs> uh, Anakin's line coming up is my, my favorite uh Anakin, my favorite, I heard uh, you. Oh my God, I love this calf tan like with like the weird mandala over a pussy. <laughs> yeah, and like two days has been away killing children. She had to die because you like you ignored her for the last fifteen her. years. Yeah, yeah, why, you, yeah. If why didn't you? Literally anything. Natalie Portman is making uh, turquoise jewelry in Sedona in this scene. <laughs> I, I just love the way that that thing. <laughs> I love the way that exchange goes. You're not all powerful, Annie. Well, I should be. <laughs> Queen Amidala, Amidala in that scene, she has never been vaccinated. She's never been vaccinated. She's got a shade egg in her pussy right now. (laughs) (laughs) I love he's like, like, he's like, he's like, why did she have to die? Why couldn't I save her? If you had called like a week earlier, you would have, dude. One week, that's all it would have taken. This, This time that he's been away, she's like been convinced to like do the thing. Where you go to like those menstruation farms and right. uh, let your menstrual blood like go into the crops to fertilize them with like moon energy. Totally. When she gets uh, back to Naboo, like <laughs> she's like putting beaded curtains and incense everywhere in her apartments. It's her new thing. Even, is, oh yeah, no even the children. Way. She has not just look, the men. Her boy, her her seventeen year old boyfriend has just murdered like yeah, an entire <laughs> children. She's got to find something to deal with this. Matt, do you remember what you said last night about this scene? I know a lot of women, like my girlfriends, they would have left the minute their boyfriend killed a village of sand people. (laughs) But I didn't. I have to admit, it turned me on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she's just like like Karen Hill. She's turned on. Yeah, she She likes likes it now. He's a bad boy. And he's damaged. He's damaged goods, and she could save him. And yeah, but you don't kill a whole vi- you don't slaughter a whole village of people when you're angry. That's not human. Yeah, but I mean I she is she spent her entire life ruling over a uh, subject indigenous people <laughs> that's who she true. does not regard as humans. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's like, true. oh yeah, Tuscan Raiders, they're not even really people. She's also <laughs> yeah. like at this point, she's a senator. She's pretty highly placed. It's in okay. The, the senator they told me they told me that what they weren't really people. Yeah, it doesn't really like, count. Tuscan they're, they're, they're not really people. They're not supposed to be here. They're not supposed to be here. They're not. Re- it's not a big deal. They it's said it's not a problem. <laughs> that was the best investment of my entire career. Deal. Yeah, it was a good deal. That was a great deal to me. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I always remember the deal I got from Watto for you. She harvested so I much love moisture. That he has one leg. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. just, he's just going about on like a floating wheelchair of one leg. This whole movie. That guy's not pissed. Much, that guy should be that reason. That guy has reason to be pissed at Yoda. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yoda's <laughs> stealing his valor. 
You're stealing. But like, uh... I feel like, like you have to look at Padme's the way she reacts to Anakin. You have to remember, like, she's in the Senate, like, and her whole thing. She was going to be on this diplomatic kind of mission, like, sort of keeping low while Count Duke is trying to kill her. She has this seventeen-year-old uh, religious conservative bodyguard who she suddenly starts having sex with, and now she's on his home planet because. <laughs> His mother, he got a call from her. She's in trouble. <laughs> She's been dragged off. He's just gone and killed a village. She's trying to cover her. Like She doesn't know what the fuck's going to happen. Like She's been having sex with this teenager. He's killed like 20 people. Yeah. He's just like trying to work out how to... How to keep this? Yeah. It's like if Mary Kay Letourneau. It's like if Mary Kay Letourneau came home and like her boyfriend <laughs> Billy Pooey had just done Columbine. This is just like how I imagine. Who, who is it that? Which is the one that was married to Anthony Weiner? Like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, feeling, yeah, feeling yeah. of it's, all it's of that. It's like if Mary Kay Letourneau was also yeah, yeah. was also Colin Powell after the Miley massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Wait, I've seen this movie like five times out. Can somebody explain what's going on with Count Dooku? And He's doing separatism. Okay, so Count Dooku is like was a Jedi. He left. He was also. He's also the Count of Sereno. He leaves the Jedi Order and starts forming a separatist movement, which is kind of supposed to be like a you know like Texan separatist kind of thing. Like they, but also it's like a. It's, like it's also up. a corporate yeah. thing as well because most of the members seem to be corporations that are in ba- banking aliens. Yeah, it's so the, is, ba- so it's the trade do- federation. It's the techno union. It's all these guys, and they're trying to get sovereign independence. It's like from a the capital Republic. strike, basically. It seems like like they're basically it, saying it, we're going to withdraw that, our like, our economic it, inputs from the system. Except that they also still have rep- like the Trade Federation still has representation in the Senate while they're, while they're also at war with part them. of the yeah. separatist movement. It's very weird. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. sense. Yeah. Well, I think actually the Trade Federation isn't part of the separatists, but Newt Gunray is. What? <laughs> All right, come on. He's a se- he's a Trade Federation yeah. separatist. That was I think that's the thing. Is like he's gone. Ah, oh, it's but the other corporations are part of the. Except the banking clan still runs, the like they're still like the World Bank for the Star Wars universe. But they're also trying to separate. And yeah, but they also sense. like it's run, all part like, of. They the... also control like the gold standard for the Republic at yeah. the same time. Uh, it's all very clearly laid out in this movie. It's all I part of. It's all part Jones. of uh, so Lucas. Up. It's amazing. Lucas is this like maniac. Uh, like he's Smits. this detail-oriented maniac, and yet. They're, the world building, the basic world building in the Star Wars universe is absolute dog shit. Like, none of it makes sense. It doesn't even, he uh, didn't spend like a second trying to make sense of it. And then, then all these poor people who had to, all these people who had to like create. The four horns, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The top and bottom. This guy. Ah, oh, they're so disgusting. He's awful. I hate him. <laughs> they look I hate like him. firm, but kind of soft like, like sort of squeaky. supple too yeah yeah Ooh. i hate him i would like to touch them i hate him <laughs> i don't no, want to touch him you're right you're right matt that all the world building has to be filled in by like people on wikipedia yeah these poor bastards have to make this make sense and i'm sorry it's not it doesn't make sense all right here we, we go like, these, here we go the termite uh, people here uh by the way are the ones that invented the battle droids and that's why they look the same <laughs> 
Okay, here we we have the great Christopher Lee, one of the only people like actually acting at all in any of these movies. He's also murdered a bunch of Nazis in real life, which is cool. Oh yeah, Christopher Lee was a, a super real one. He, he was like employed to kill to hunt down former Nazis after the Second World War. That was what he did for a while before he started doing Hammer Horror. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is G. Best, the, the best performance. The termite people, My right? favorite performance yeah. by him, of course, though, will be as Doctor Catheter in Gremlins Two. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The rabies. I already. I also have really rabies. love that he did all those fucking heavy metal albums. Yeah. As Charlemagne in character as well. <laughs> That's the whole like story behind those albums is that he's Charlemagne doing heavy metal. <laughs> and. It was he was like even in his seventies when he was yeah. doing them, right? He did a his heavy metal. Didn't he do? Maybe. Didn't he do a heavy metal Christmas album too? Yes, I have forced my family to they- listen to that <laughs> a number of times. Chris, we should use one of Christopher Lee's uh, heavy metal songs as the outro for this one. The thing is, when sure, you sure. have that voice, there's like a limit to the things you can do, and I think that that was a really um, oh, he's good, a really good, good move um, for him. He did. He voiced Death from the Discworld novels and a bunch of those adaptations mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, because he has, uh, like, death. Yeah, that makes good. sense. That's good casting. But it's not like he would do well in, like, you know, a little children's, uh, you know, Disney movie or something. I think no, he, he, I, he would, though. Dark like, the British, Sidious, they love that shit. Dark Sidious, <laughs> come on. That's that's unobtainium levels of bad naming. Oh, no, there's some yeah. real bad ones. Those aren't even the worst ones, the worst names of Darths. Like, I could totally, European like children's entertainment is so fucked up. Like I could totally imagine. Like it would be entirely plausible that Christopher Lee would have like been a children's TV presenter in his eighties. That's just the kind of shit. True. That happens. Yeah, yeah. The, the British, the British let Jimmy Savile be a fucking children's TV presenter for like yeah. Decades. But to be fair, he's way scarier than Christopher Lee. Uh, but I think the metal, the metal thing was a good, was a good move for him. I'm glad that, uh, he was able to branch out in strange and unique ways and, you know, meet, meet some of the new kids. Um, it's hard to work out exactly what Count Dooku is trying to do. Cause in that scene, he just lays it all out. He like tells Obi-Wan, oh yeah, the Darth Sidious controls the government. He's actually a Sith Lord. Uh, you're all being fooled. Everything is a lie. And Obi-Wan's like, no, it's not true. Is he trying to convince Obi-Wan and, like, bring him into the conspiracy? And def- is he trying to defect and provide them this information? It's very... It, it, and if he is just doing his villain speech, why doesn't he just kill Obi-Wan right then? So this in this, the wait, wait, in this scene, dies. in this scene, we get, we get to darkness. see uh, Senator Jar Jar being used as a comprador by, like, the vicious colonial yep. overlords of Naboo, yep. being the cat's job. paw... In like the 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 linchpin in their plan to in, institute global fascism and yep. uh, kill. I love yeah. his um shoulder pads, Palpatine in his costume. Same. Uh, actually, you can make an argument that, uh, that Jar Jar represents uh, ID Paul. <laughs> uh, oh, I, just talking about how bad Darth Sidious the name is, uh, Amber. Uh, he some of the other suggestions that George Lucas had for names of uh, characters. Included Darth Icky. <laughs> also, keep in mind, in Great. Clone Wars, George Lucas introduced Darth Maul's brother, uh, Savage Opress. <laughs> is his name? What? Savage Opress. 
Oh, right, Savage Opress. <laughs> of, of the Irish. Uh, He's the Irish. Opress. Top of the world to you. That's what I love, word and tell it with an oppression. Also talking about Sidious, so there's this whole subplot of Sifo Dias, who's the Jedi yeah, who yeah, ordered yeah. the clones on Kamino. That happened because it was originally going to have been, they said, oh, Sidious ordered these, but he misspelled it as Sifo Dias, and <laughs> this decided to keep it because he liked the sound of it. That's how the entire plot came to being. That and is why never, it makes ne- zero sense because that is, that never, is so that is fucking bad. That's so movies. stupid. It <laughs> sucks. So bad. That's bad filmmaking. <laughs> and it's never followed up on a Revenge of the Sith, so they had to go do an entire story, like multi-part storyline in the Clone Wars cartoon show to explain who and what Sifo Dias so is. So wait, the, like the the cloning long neck, uh, tall gray people are like the most yeah. secretive, like technologically advanced race in the galaxy. But like, just a clerical error just fucked everything over because they entered in like the Excel document. They just misspelled <laughs> the guy's name. Yeah. And then because otherwise, you would, as the viewer, know it was Sidious. Yeah. And that can't happen because you have to be surprised because any of this is a surprise. <laughs> because any also, of his attempts to, this, like, uh, try to keep you on your toes work is at this all. Also other, there's a lot of, like, mysteries involved there's, in like, people nurses having, shoes? pretending to be, to have different names. So, like, you're not supposed to realize that Darth Tyrannus, who they keep talking about, is Count Dooku, and they're the same person. Because Django Fett says, like, I was hired by a name man. Oh, yeah, uh, Amber, that's another, that's another Sith guy. But you're not supposed to realize he's Count Dooku. Uh, Amber, that's another Sith guy, Darth Tyrannus. You just, come on, <laughs> come on. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Should I re- listen to this guy, Darth Tyrannus? I don't know. <laughs> Is he on the up and up, the guy who's calling himself Darth Tyrannus? They should have had one called Pedo Feist or something. <laughs> the fucking the the meme like the meme pages for like that the Sith share among themselves would be so fucking good. Like, just, <laughs> the, the Virgin just, Jedi. Just like all the memes about like you know like uh, classic like Sith girl names and shit. How would you not notice that the walls are moving? Again, Anakin this is, is another sort of adjusted to the slaughtering indigenous. Yeah, people. yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is another sort of subhuman race where it doesn't matter if they're killed just indiscriminately. Chops them yeah. in half. They just they they okay. Worst they, action sequence in any movie ever. Yeah. Here, this they is the worst set piece. In, like they they land on this planet. You know, they the press cast into their factory oh, and the then just slaughtering the workers. Oh yes. no! He's like a Pinkerton the way he's killing all of these factory employees. <laughs> <laughs> He cuts that yeah, guy in Jedi half. That, he cut a guy in half. They're just security guards. The Jedi heard there was like union agitation going on in this droid <laughs> yeah, factory. This is the worst action set piece in any major movie ever. This is literally a ever. Mario Brothers 3 level. Yep. Yes. Also, so look at how bad that added. looks. Look at how dog shit that is. <laughs> All of this was added in, like, post. This is all recent yeah. stuff. None of this is like a the original shoot. This goes on forever, too. When he gets his hand, like, pressed into, like, and This asshole steel. shows up. Fuck off. You're of no use to anyone, C-3PO. See, it's about to get really tough because there's going to be these ghosts that are a, following them, that, but only when you don't look at them. Yes. That line always weeded me out. Good. But, 3PO says, 
machines creating machines, how perverse, which suggests that there's like no automated production gen, you know, like that yeah, this no, is an abnormality. They're usually made by slaves, machines- Haley. They're usually made by, by yeah. child slaves. Yeah, they're all machines, machines, independently created. Oh, R2 can fly. R2 can fly, yeah. which again is hilarious. They put that in because it's just like, why did he do that in the original movies where he could have yeah. helped anyone? Uh, R2D2 was always supposed to be able to fly. <laughs> we always wanted him to be able to fly, but so now uh, it's canon. It's canon that his flying. It's like originally that... in Return of the Jedi, George Lucas wanted R2D2 to instead of like um, vomiting the lightsaber to Luke to like fly and hit Boba Fett in the head and knock him into the Sarlacc pit. Ugh. Something like that. I, I would have really liked to see them trying to do that with just our See, it's like at every point, like all the things that he thinks of as restraints were things that made it better. Yeah. Everything that he thinks is a thing that like inhibited his vision in the original made them better movies. He has no idea. He has, he has no, no idea. idea what he wants. It is not. I don't want this. Whatever this is, it sucks. <laughs> this sucks ass and I hate it. I love also that you can just pick up a protocol droid made yes. by a slave. They're like, all interchangeable parts. They're all just like, they fit together yeah. like Legos. Well, my thing is, I, I always <laughs> yeah, assume that that meant that... <laughs> I always assume all that meant that... Like, this is so dumb. Like, why didn't that crush his sense. arm? What is this? this? Why didn't it crush his arm? This bit in the movie, when I first saw it, I thought this was like how Anakin got, like, his Darth Vader cyborg hand. Yeah. That, like, he would have it fucked up in the droid factory, and that's why he would have a robot hand later. Nope. No. He gets nope. his hand cut sense. off for a different reason later in the movie. <laughs> the same hand. And he, he, gets it, he gets it cut off for an equally idiotic reason, too. It's I just him being bad. Of, uh, yeah, of that, that uh, like, traumatic arm injury is, like, genetic in this universe. <laughs> Ah, uh, you got the old Skywalker arm. I you know, do like this, this Sometimes it's got a weak, you. it's got some weak bones. It'll just fly off sometimes. I like this bit where they trick you into thinking she's going to get lathered. It's kind of yeah. It's a, you thought we wouldn't have to deal with Padme anymore. <laughs> if only she was like she, she kind of like at that moment was thinking, you know, if I die, like this whole. Thing I've got myself caught up into, it's going to go away at least. Like I don't have to. Yeah, deal with it'll the be it'll be a little easier. <laughs> at least my my misery will be over. What did they do to his arm? That doesn't make any sense. It's it's, it's put in the arm mold for the robot. Why arm. is there a I robot know, arm mold? Right. What is why? What exactly? That part is supposed to be flat. Is? Look at the, all the rest of them yeah. are flat. Yeah. Why is that? What 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 what? what? Oh, no, oh I've been castrated, off. metaphorically. Look, happens to everyone. Yeah, Obi-Wan's yep. going to be unba- unhappy that I can't perform for him. <laughs> I also want to know what this what this machine does exactly, because it seems to make like an arm bold and then flatten it. I'm not entirely sure. It doesn't sure make any sense. The whole thing is What's just the baffling. Utility? Yeah. It's just baffling. It does oh, nothing. Thank God, that just, was it. thank God that's over. It's a 10-minute just... I assault with no toys. point, yes, no coherence. It doesn't build anything. All yeah, it has is that awful C uh, three PO wacky wacky bit, which is like horrible pain. Hide under the galaxy, cringeworthy. So okay, now this we get another big action sequence. That's totally shit. different, but equally awful. 
We also get the love scene. Actually, oh, hell is yes. the love theme, the John Williams like love theme for them. I do genuinely. Yeah, they're all yeah. The original John Williams stuff is awesome, and the Duel of the Fates John Williams uh, that that bangs <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. People in my high school used to like sing the Duel of the Fates song while beating people up. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, it would just like, be like some kid getting pushed into a locker and going That is savage. Holy shit. I mean Australia really is the fucking Mad Max. Jesus Christ. That rules. Fuck. The way this relationship has shifted, she's just become totally powerless and is being dominated by the seventeen year old in Yep. Yep. The the former queen and current senator. All she ever wanted to get to get dommed by a seventeen year old boy slave. It's a very common theme in erotica. I yeah, found, that's is true. Like yeah. The the woman reduced to this powerful woman reduced yeah. to being yeah, yeah. Like uh, a sex slave. Uh, uh, Anakin, would teenager. you come in here and bust up my chiffero? <laughs> this is kind of a decent shot going through the yeah. archway. It's all right. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, this is this and is the way classic. the music swells. It's yeah, good. they both exit yeah. a vagina together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Matt, this goes to what you were saying about the totally incoherent, uh, like technological level of all these civilizations, where this this race has like great music, cutting edge droid factory, but then they also like yeah. live in like cap- mud okay. pits and do gladiatorial. It, it, combat. They're capable of having a chariot that floats off the ground, but it has to be drawn by some kind oh, of like uh, eater ox. <laughs> all the technology belongs to the Trade Federation, who are the yeah. ones with the droids. But it's because like the these people are like a hive mind like insect race, so they're naturally good. At there are robots, there is actually a lot like of like stuff are. about how colonialism works. You know, yeah. Yeah. like they put the factory there, but it's for the benefit of the trade federation. It doesn't benefit. Yeah. The, it's all like, of those people yeah. on the council, like the banking clan guy. Like they're the ones who are running this society. Yeah. See, the yeah. thing the but, thing like, is, these guys don't have any say. The thing is, even though he is like the world's biggest dork and it's totally incoherent. George Lucas's politics are actually pretty good. And he's even yeah, said yes. that the original trilogy, like the rebels and they, they were supposed to be the Viet Cong. Yeah. Like he was like explicitly like, no America is the fucking. I've got, another, the I've got another Lucas quote about, um, Palpatine. Uh, and Kasdan asks like, was Palpatine like a Jedi, a wizard? And he's like, no, he was a politician. Richard M. Nixon was his name. He subverted the Senate <laughs> and finally took over and became an imperial guy. And he was really evil, but he pretended to be a really nice guy. He, uh, he sucked Luke's father into the dark side. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, I like the kitty. <laughs> it's like in the Black Wars, the Matador. I kind of like this. Scene. The spiky kitty is, is nice. Uh, the spiky kitty is also responsible for uh, ripping off um, Padme's midriff very strategically. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the strategic midriff rip is so uh, funny. I, I, lo- I love the big insect boy, too. He's so spiky. All these monsters are pretty cool. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's smiley it's, mouse. The triceratops yeah, one fucking sucks. It's good. shit. I don't like the triceratops thing. She's like immediately escaping. Immediately while escaping. All watching. Immediately escaping. This is this weird thing of Padme where she's hyper competent in occasional scenes and then just like a complete wet blanket like pushover every other time. That was convenient. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like this shit looks okay, I think. Oh, uh, oh. The, the creatures are a little rubbery, the, but the, there's something like yeah, but 
it's oh, no, like the rubbery suck. CGI feels more real than a lot of the other CGI. Yeah. And like it has like physicality. Yeah. It's so perfect. Yeah. yeah. Show oh, that no, tummy, my tummy abs. sweetie. <laughs> By the way, like the royal like kind of like watching area or whatever, also decorated with vaginas. Yes. It's just I'm saying my arch is highly player. vaginal. Just... This is the architecture in this in this society is extremely vaginal. It's the second time Anakin has fallen over, fallen off like some giant hideous monster in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be a more practical way to eliminate uh, this your... This movie has uh... needed more Newt Gunray. Yeah. Wait a minute. Why didn't we just shoot these people? <laughs> Why, <laughs> Why did we have to sick these giant yeah. creatures oh, I, love time and effort I love that feeding shot. these Feeding and caring for these creatures. There's such a good bit there when the big... the the insect knocks over the column and then he like wraps his like arms around it to try and keep it from falling. It's great. (laughs) Also, Anakin just suddenly pulls out like beast control in this. He suddenly has that ability. He's he's a beast master. He's a beast master. You're like, like... before this scene, when he was in that like um, loading spot of Padme waiting to get into the fight scene, he like added that ability from the RPG like menu screen. Yeah, yeah. Control B. Or you're like, you're like twenty sessions into your D and D game when you're finally like, oh, I have a plus six in animal handling. Would that come in here? <laughs> like, I, I they, these movies need more of this. Like. You and McGregor just fighting a Ray Harryhausen giant insect. This is okay. With a spear, I like this. yeah. Yeah. Oh, the spiky. Uh, this part isn't bad. Aww. It's when the 300 Jedi show up, it's, it gets out of control. That would have hurt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jumping bareback onto a dinosaur. Another, like, this is another example feet. of, I yeah. think, probably George Lucas not knowing anything about vaginas and the fact that they do have sensations <laughs> in them. So, like, landing can, on, on a, from 20 feet up. On the spine of an on animal, the spine. like a fence post. Yeah. Well, he he. All of his children that he had during this period were adopted. Like he he. All of his children he had after he divorced Marsha. Okay. Um, yeah. As a single father, so hey, uh, those, those monsters guy. didn't work. How about the single least effective piece of uh, weaponry in the history of the universe? Amber, also no, think, the role. Also, think how much that would hurt. Also, as well, if you had a jade egg inside your vagina, as well, <laughs> <laughs> that would that go up. Jade into egg your, is uh, just <laughs> like shot right up. Yeah, it, shot would right through, into your throat. it would go through your skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my Yanni. <laughs> All the insect guys. This just party's over. In the background. <laughs> this party's over. All right, show me some fisto. Oh, yeah. Fisto. Yeah. There we go. Fisto! Give, me fisto. Give me that fisto. Give me that fisto. Hey, fisto. The lore of Pit Fisto. What is the lore? What's the lore? What's the, give me he's that fisto a, lore. A, He's a bigamist. He has multiple wives. Hell yeah. Uh, Wait, but he's also species- a Jedi. He can't have any wives. Well, there's an exception for Kit Fisto because his species <laughs> has a very low birth rate. So he has like special allowance because he yeah, has they're, to they're, go to his home planet they're, they're, every like, 10 years. It's like priests in the Amazon in South America. Wives. Here's the pussies. Which was, that was like, that Kit Fisto story was like the first Star Wars tie-in comic release for Phantom Menace. 
and it's all about how Kit Fisto has to go to his home planet to have sex with his multiple wives to repopulate the race. <laughs> that rules. Hell yeah, Fisto! Incred- Pip. Incredibly normal. Pip. Also, uh, InSync was originally in this scene. Oh my lord. They Ooh, were on what? set as Jedi, the band InSync. Wow. Uh, fuck off, fuck off, because, fuck off. Because his kids loved them, so he got them to come on set and be Jedi. But they were cut out of the final cut. Thankfully, yes. I think they should be in there. I would love to see Lance Bass right now. <laughs> it would be great if they were doing like a five-part choreographed yes. dance, like all moving together. I yeah. would love to see the guy I from think... sync with like the little shitty dreadlocks. Yeah. He, yeah, his weird look would fit in with uh, the the, yeah. the abominable sort of uh, you know design of everything. Uh, yeah, Joey Fat One. Yeah, no, yeah, not Joey Fat him. One. Like, uh, uh, was it Chris Kirkpatrick? I think his name was. Anakin is going to like convince Padme to upload photos of her fucked up, like a scratched up back onto their fe- uh, their couple's <laughs> <their> life account. <laughs> Anyone want to diagnose these scratches? Wink, wink. <laughs> this is actually how she died: is that she caught toxoplasmosis from the spicy kitty. <laughs> <laughs> they just haven't diagnosed it in that universe yet. The med, the med droid in the third movie is like, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, no. Wow, okay. what a no. shitty Jedi. I, yeah, no, Haley, that I gotta was, ask uh, about this scene, though. That was Coleman like, Trebor, that th- Jedi. This is like... <laughs> Haley, I gotta His ask about this scene. because like Trebor. Every Jedi in the universe shows up to help them. And probably two thirds of them get owned immediately. They all die. So, like, this seems yeah. to be like they're not that good. Like, they're, they, they, they kind should of be, suck. This well, many as, Jedi should be like undefeatable by any of these like well, lame ass Lego men. Says, yeah, like, we're keepers of the peace. We're not warriors. You know, they're not meant to do any. For a thousand years, they've just been abducting children. And, uh, <laughs> they've got soft. They haven't had to fight anybody for a while. <laughs> The, the Mace window is the only good one. Like the the is ba- oh, like Darth there we Sidious go. is uh, pop uh, those weasel motherfucker. Oh, oh, that's got to hurt. I don't care which galaxy you're from. That's got to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I love these fart cannons. Oh, they good. suck. They're awful. <laughs> no, run, Newt. Protect yourself. Ah. I also like how many of these Jedi are just ordinary people with uh, ponytails. Except for Kit Fisto, our yeah. lovely smiley. Now, Haley, I, I assume I, or I like you've definitely seen like the what's his name, the the Getty Tarkovsky Clone Wars animated series. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's. I prefer like the CGI. Oh, um, you do? Because like the way the he CGI portrays one is good. Yeah. The way he portrays the Jedi in that, and I actually I like that one the best. Uh, they're like godlike powers of like yeah. the shit they do in that. Ah, the chemistry. Roger, Roger. Like this is cool. He's fighting, and there's a giant insect, and it's scaring the robots. And... Oh no! No! Oh, it only wanted a snack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor little guy. It feels pain. And had a family. I feel like George Lucas is like secretly signaling to the abductee community in this movie <laughs> because the insectoid aliens are also like a major part of UFO lore. 
it's like if you've had abduction experience, this is probably a very triggering movie to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them; they're getting mowed down. <laughs> they suck. They, they are all. They stink. The Jedi and stink. We've already established that these droids. Suck these shit. droids got beat by Gungans for Christ's sake. <laughs> I like these, the super battle droids. These droids are from Radio Shack. <laughs> How the hell are they beating the Jedi? The bigger battle droids, the one that uh, uh, look like the... Um, They're super battle droids. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to the B1 battle droid, which is the standard model. Yeah, like the arm gun ones. Yeah, why did... That's the other thing. It took them 10 years to work out that you can you don't have to give a droid a gun. You can just make its arm a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Just what a voice. And you go all owned. I oh, can see um the sexy Jedi in this. Yes. There's I'm one Jedi who just has like a the hot Jedi with the tubes. Yeah. Yes, oh yeah. Jennifer. There she is. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. What is yeah. the, what is that race in the Star Wars? Uh, it's a Twi'lek. The, t- the the Twi'leks are super hot. Yeah. All the what? women are sex slaves or dancers, and all the men are <laughs> giant, disgusting, hideous freaks. Dude's rock. Dude's rock, baby. <laughs> What is this? What is, what is, what is, what is this? The freaking DSA? There's a whole comic. <laughs> there's a whole comic storyline where she is um like abducted Wait, and brainwashed. Line into of the a movie coming life. up around the survivors. A perimeter create. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, General. Oh, <laughs> awful. I'm gonna have so to bad. find you like the panels from the comic about the sexy Jedi. And there's a whole storyline where she gets basically goes undercover. And gets too deep and like becomes brainwashed into being a, a, a prostitute, and then she <laughs> what? is like a repr- and then she becomes like irreparably horny and what? can't separate like whether or not she's horny because she wants to be or because she's been brainwashed from her undercover mission. I mean, what's the <laughs> what difference? Are you telling- oh my god! <laughs> At that point, what's the difference? From- so what you're telling me is that all the intercalarie uh, it, uh, comic books between Phantom Menace. And Clone Wars were just like, let's examine the sex lives of the Jedi. Oh, they're incredibly horny. There's <laughs> like Luke Skywalker has like this great grandson in the comics who's like addicted to death sticks because he's trying to block out his force visions. And he has like this force vision of his grandmother who has like huge tits and is flirting with him. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> of course. That shot like of Boba Fett lifting the helmet yeah. to his head is also one of the few good shots in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Decent, yes. Rally more system to his cause, he will. <laughs> Ooh. We're not entirely sure what the cause is. Nope, no, no idea. Never made clear. I, no, it's, it's, it's low tax. It's been five it's, hours. Deregulation, low tax. Deregulation, low tax, um, right to carry. The Jedi, like, instantly know how to direct, like, a planetary... Uh, war that is like yes. immediately giving out directions that setting out. It's almost points. like they had a plan the whole time. Uh, yeah, let's, let's like make sure to like cripple really the, the, uh, the, the power. Make sure to cripple the crucial infrastructure immediately so that the survivors will have no water or medicine. It's just like yeah. This it's, counter. Doesn't he know the the plan not to know about the clones? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, yeah. How? Wait a minute. 
Yeah, Palpatine did the plan with the clone. I guess so he's, I guess he's, he's, pre- he's pretending the for the he's pretending well, he's, yeah, for the the lames to... and simps in the Trade Federation yeah. or whatever. Look at... Yeah, they just immediately <laughs> activate the uh, hostile occupation protocol. You know, like well, it, so it's all, had... it's also a tribute to like like how badly written these movies are. That like it has Sam Jackson who will do any dog shit movie anytime anywhere, but somehow just like brings it in everything even he can't make anything about this character interesting or compelling yeah. nope because like every uh, line flat. of dialogue yeah. is, is so flat. boring i love that samuel l jackson like in between doing all the avengers fucking movies he did uh the movie uh barely lethal which is about a high school for teen spies that was like made by a star <laughs> wars fanboy that was like a kind of direct to dvd level movie you just take whatever. It's great. Yeah, no. Sam Jackson likes working. He likes he likes <laughs> a steady income. Walken yeah, school. yeah. He's from the Christopher Walken school, you don't which honestly, out. like and you know, what? like like Walken, he is a legitimately great actor. But I respect that more than like you know Daniel Day Lewis, who shows up once every ten years yeah. when he's not working as a fucking yeah. cobbler in in Italy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like all these chips. All these Do some work. Work. Yeah, I like good. those walkers. The big rolly things, boys. yeah. The rolling Katyusha. They're firing the yeah, Katyusha cool. rockets, yeah. Yeah. But this is also like one of the big tonal shifts where suddenly it just becomes entirely directed by like CGI storyboard artists. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the entire cinematography just completely changes. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't going Jeez, great, guys. Every time. Every time. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> I like the Genoese language. On, okay, the Genoeseans, <laughs> the Genovese uh, family. The Genovese. Like the, the Genovese, like the Gungans, their rulers have a completely different physiognomy than. Yeah, oh, there it is. Yeah, he's making a point about colonialism. They're the compradors. Yeah. They're the fat compradors. I feel like he's also, like, kind of preemptively making a point about. QAnon, because like Darth Sidious and the Sith are basically like QAnon and JFK Jr. and Trump trying to, you know, arrest and defeat all of like the deep state pedophiles, aka the Jedi Order. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They. Yeah. They. They are the storm that is coming. Like you know, like Palpatine is a white knight pedophile, like <laughs> turning yes. Anakin, but to be able to take down the deep state. Yes. Within. Yes. It's very applicable today. That's these movies stay relevant. I really don't like that Count Dooku rides a rides a bike. He is like a, a little fucking Vespa shitty speeder. bike. It's a Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> don't put Christopher Lee on a Vespa. Yeah, <laughs> space Vespa. He needs more dignity than that. So are these like mini Death Stars? No, they're like you know the Trade Federation donut ship from the last. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they're like yeah. the they're centers the of those. Yeah, yeah, they're the donut holes. <laughs> Oop! But this is just the most video game stuff. They're just firing yeah. the lasers at it until the HP runs out. It, it feels <laughs> like it has no consequence. Oh, yeah, there it we just go. Explodes. 
Uh, there's a pretty cool shot coming up when they're all like <laughs> blasting at each other in the in the dust storm and no one can yeah. see anything and it's just. But mass, again, it's like it's a totally CGI just invented by some completely other person. George Lucas had nothing to do with this shot. All of this stuff, from what I've heard, is he basically is sitting behind the computer animators eating a chicken sandwich, just watching them over their shoulder <laughs> through all of these scenes. Can you just imagine how many fucking bugs are getting in your mouth riding a bike on the I feel like the they could have done more planet. with that haboob scene. Like, I would like to, you know, witness a haboob, which I know probably just looks like sand. But they, that, that was more interesting <laughs> than this. <laughs> No, my uh, midriff. My abs. <laughs> Sustained battle damage. Anna, as soon as she falls unconscious. Oh, Anna that's so undignified, yeah. Count Dooku, he from my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Count Dooku from my ass, so bad. She wouldn't give a shit. I like that they're having this argument and they're already like 10 miles away from where (laughs) she goes. Yeah, no, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah, she's dead. How are you going to find her? She's been dead for a while, dude. What are you talking about? I like like these clones. They look. I like the armor. I like the yellow. Yeah, the the yellow armor. It's the different color. Yeah, the colors are nice. It's pretty cool. That's one of the best things about watching Clone Wars. Is this different skins on all the clones? If you like buying like- skins in video games, you will love the Clone Wars. There's so many different clone skins. <laughs> I just ab- imagine you've like sold me. There's nothing I love more. <laughs> the Clone Wars. Getting out your character. The whole reason the- they they set up the Clone Wars in this universe was to like defraud the Republic into like buying all these different skins <laughs> for the clones. all these in game in all these in war purchases. Yeah. <laughs> God, he sucks. He's so bad. Why did you want to bring him along, Obi Wan? Yeah, he's he's <laughs> useless. He immediately happen. gets owned. I like that Obi Wan's thinking like, "Well, shit, I probably should have sent him back to get Padme." Then I oh, looks so cool with the mod. I like his little crooked lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, fencing. It's nice. Rup, rup, rup. This is all not Christopher Lane. This is all no, Christopher no Lane. Yeah. He's so old. He's so old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I do love how much this entire film series loves making like 85-year-old guys have athletic sword fights. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, it all starts with Yoda, right? Like, yeah. Oh, oh. No, a horrible dream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess didn't you... have sex with the child. It's all okay. <laughs> Uh, did you ever uh, did you ever read like Alec Guinness's like letters that he wrote people from the set of Star Wars? Oh, it's, it's just so, so scathing. It's so funny. He's so dismissive of the movie. <laughs> he hates it so bad. And, he, and he, I love like the only person he likes is Harrison Ford, but he doesn't even remember his name. He's like, "There's this guy, Kennison Ford. He's quite smart." <laughs> Have you seen that clip of Alec Guinness uh, where he met James Dean and had the vision of his death and warned him that he was no. die, and then like a week later he died? Holy it's shit! Great. No way! It's on. It's like an old clip from Parkinson, 
And it's this insane bit of the interview where he just goes very silent and just starts going to this story about how, yeah, he met James Dean by chance. James Dean shows him this new car that he bought. And he, like, he says, like, this other voice, like, came into my head. And I just started speaking without realizing it. And I said, like, it's 10 o'clock now. If you drive this car by 10 o'clock next Thursday, you will be dead. Holy shit. He was dead. Jesus and it's just like, Christ. and the entire audience is just like stunned and no one fucking knows what to say. And it's like, has, have you had any other like visions? Of Jesus <laughs> like, oh no, not at all. That was the only time. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah, it's speak gr- now or forever and hold your peace, haunting. motherfucker. Oh no. Oh, oh moaned again. We're both owned. We suck. <laughs> I suck. We stink. Really we stink. <laughs> I love that Anakin. That was his uh, wanking arm. Huh. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got to jack off with a robot arm. No, now. but like that's good uh, because you get the friendly stranger every time. It feels like someone else. Exactly. <laughs> it feels like you're yeah, getting you a hand only job. get hand jobs. Like, like, it feels like you're getting a hand job. Minimum hand job here. for the rest of your life. You never have to masturbate again. Uh, I ha, does Anakin lose three lightsabers in this movie? Yes. <laughs> he I think it's supposed to be like a joke that he keeps losing them. Uh, one of the jokes in the movie is going to be that uh, uh, Anakin keeps losing his uh, lightsabers. It's uh, quite uh, amusing. It's, it's quite by, funny. By the third time, by the third time, the audience is going to be in hysterics. <laughs> Just in preparation of the Yoda fight scene, I want to read this quote from Lucas from the eighties when they're making Return of the Jedi. Another misconception is that Yoda teaches Jedi, but he is like a guru. He doesn't go out and fight anybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's a teacher, not a real Jedi. Understand that. No, nope. absolutely true. He does not understand it. <laughs> but the thing about Yoda is he's a little cool guy, and the people want to see him fight with the sword. The great thing is, like, if you read the like J.W. Rinsler making of Star Wars books, it's great because this is all these quotes from Lucas, where he directly contradicts everything he does in the prequels. That's awesome. <laughs> There's like a bit in the '80s documentary uh, from Star Wars to Jedi making of a saga where he's like is explaining to Mark Hamill how. The black Return of the Jedi outfit is like the outfit the Jedi used to wear back in the day of Obi Wan and Yoda. Here we go. And that that was the real outfit. Yoda's getting mad. And then they just wear farm boy clothes. If you were a grown person when this movie came out, obviously, kids, it's different. But if you were a grown adult when this movie came out and you thought it was cool when Yoda pulled out the lightsaber, you're an idiot. (laughs) Apparently, I don't remember this, but apparently. Like, people who defend the prequels say that when Yoda started fighting, like, in every screening in the audience started cheering and screaming and just losing it. I, I, I seem to remember that. I'm sure that when was I saw true. The theater. Yeah, people, I, those I people are all fucking rubes. Those were country turnip truck rubes. <laughs> it looks like shit. He's just, like, flipping. Oh, it's His face looks like awful. shit, too. It just <laughs> yeah. destroys all the character. It destroys the character. It just makes... And it's like, you could do a Yoda fight if you wanted, and he could just be basically just, like, batting this laser sword away. He could just be fighting purely with the Force, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It could have been, like, Aikido or something, where he's, like, channeling it away from him without moving. It would have been cool. And he's doing Steven Seagal fighting. He's fighting from an office chair. Like Seagal. And he'd be like giggling and, and yeah, like and he's like bouncing and, and he's like he's a gremlin. He's, he's a gremlin. He's, a he's gremlin an hipster. He's a trickster. Yeah. Actually, no, everything is the same. Everyone wears the same uniform and they have the same lightsaber and they have the same powers. 
They all talk the same. They're yeah. all very yeah. slow and deliberate. They have no emotion. Yeah. Yep. All of the Jedi are indistinguishable. Like she doesn't have a lot of sand exactly in that exactly the wound. same character as Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> she took a shower while they yeah. were I also like Dooku's like sort of uh, like, this, like sail yeah, the ship. Solar sail. The solar sail. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. But again, solar sail, like he has the hyperdrive. What's the fucking point? It reminds like, me of like a Alex J. Brady kind of. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. definitely yeah. does. Yeah, it does look good. Hollywood, please hire Alex J. Brady to just do fucking design for <laughs> movies. I mean, I know she does already, but like more stuff. Now, like her boy, like her new boyfriend, she picked up yesterday. Now <laughs> is uh, has lost an arm. <laughs> It's just like it just gets getting drawn deeper and deeper. Into her school shooter like, boyfriend now doesn't have an arm, and it's harder to uh, it's harder to let <laughs> him off she's easily to, now. Like, use her senatorial paycheck to like pay for him to get like a prosthetic. <laughs> They're the only ones who have health care in this universe. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Padme, my child murdering arm got cut <laughs> off. Could you please pay to give me a robot child murdering arm? <laughs> This is, if you don't give me a new arm, I won't be able to murder any more children like I did. This is one of the other. This is one of the evil districts in, on Coruscant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the Sith district. Yeah, like in Sim City, you can set your district to like what style it is, and this one is just the evil style. It's good. Uh, I'm going to write an article for a uh, uh, commune mag about how this is actually the best one because it's about social reproduction. <laughs> <laughs> because it goes to the talk, it goes to the talk. Looks at the clone people, and it goes to the the place where they make the droids. You it actually goes to the place where they make the, the fire and electricity. Exactly. Yes, it's the social reproduction theory. Yeah. Yeah. Also, how can this you see is. when you bump into shit? <laughs> He's got the force. The He's got the force. No, that's like that's, just, yeah. No, I we know canonically like from the movies, we know that we, we, you can be have blindfolded and like see shit with the force. Yeah, Palpatine that was in the first movie. Having to like put on his cloak, get into a ship, fly over to this um, abandoned district of Coruscant to go have his secret meetings and fly back, <laughs> yeah, and then come it, back. This, the question he's I don't actually ship know. And he still has the hoodie up. They're like, hey, what's like, up? This is this is how Hillary Clinton has to live her life. It's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, she but, she but puts the, on a hoodie whenever she does Epstein shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> but the question that I don't know the answer to, and I don't think Lucas would if I asked him either, is what is the audience supposed to know? What does he want the audience to know about Sidious at this you, point? You know what he would say? You know what he would say? Audience. What? <laughs> That's what he would there's say. A, there's a great quote. Like, it seems like never occurred to him. To, He's it's trying to line. make it a mystery. He's trying to make it like a yeah. surprise that it's but he's Sid- not. That Sidious and Palpatine well. are the same guy. Because but he also, makes it obvious that they're the same person. It's like, who's he trying to fool? Is he just trying to fool people in the scene or is he trying to fool the audience? I don't in, understand. It, there's a press interview. Has. One of the worst. There's a press interview when Ooh, George, just before Phantom Menace came out and George Lucas is being interviewed. And the interviewer says, who is the Phantom Menace? And George Lucas says, the Phantom Menace is Darth is um, Palpatine. He's Darth Sidious. He's the Phantom Menace. He just lays it out in his fucking interview just before the movie came out. He doesn't. But I mean, like, why not? Because it's, it's, it's like done so obviously. Yeah. So much of this stuff is just like I like the mouthfeel of this world word, so I rearranged an entire plot around it. I like Sith. You know, like Sith sounds good. Two thousand three. Yeah. It does kind of roll off the tongue. A little Imperial like tongue, March. 
the t- tongue on the Jimmy teeth Smith kind of sound. Jimmy Smith is very good at looking like Sith a sounds terrible. democracy dying in darkness in these movies. Sith yeah. sounds like a South African trying to talk to someone named Seth. It's a bad sounding word. <laughs> Sith. Sith Ackerman. Hello. <laughs> Inna, can you go to join the Sith? Sith. Inna, can you go to join the Sith? They're getting secretly married now. Anakin, and we've it, got the we've got the in, put apartheid on the uh, Gungans. <laughs> I like to. I like how we got the sexiest like, and most romantic fake hand he could find. Apparently, yeah. Just give me the exoskeleton. Give me the T two exoskeleton. Yes, exactly. Please. I like. Can't the wait bail, to finger though. my new wife. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to finger give, my I'll new wife with like the eight hundred arm. Did they get a slave <laughs> wife marriage to like? You know, carry on the tradition of his family. I'd like to imagine. <laughs> I'd like to imagine Anakin to preserve the secrecy of this marriage. Uh, kills the minister who officiates that him immediately not, after. That is not a wedding style kiss. That is not a you Sorry. make kiss the she bride. She looks terrified. Kiss. Yeah, she's not having good vibes. Yeah, well, he's seventeen. <laughs> he had sex yesterday, and now he's married to her. Of course, he's fucking terrified. He's a, he's a mass groom. murderer. He's a child soldier. He's basically one of those kids from uh, like General uh, Buck. Oh, there we go. Wow. Great, great wow. note to end the oh movie on. That's wow. what you want to leave Thank on. Thank you. Oh. A classic. Wow. A true Ooh. classic. Wow. Another Rick McCallum classic. <laughs> <laughs> Th- thank you, George. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Thank you, George. Um, it's a f- wow. It's a, fun- it's, it's a funnier entry in the series than we've had. <laughs> 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 oh. Thank you, George, and, uh, and and thank you, Haley, for uh, doing this with us and getting mm-hmm. up this early. Uh, yeah, that thanks. was great. Uh, would you would you come back and do Revenge of the Sith with us? Uh, you, you bring, happily. You bring okay, a lot cool. of the, the the Star Wars knowledge that is absolutely is, yeah. is sorely lot. missing. Yeah. yeah, we could do yeah. it later too. We could so do it later in the day. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Get up was, at five in the morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll uh, do it in the evening. It's fine. We'll do it like a Wednesday night or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do it next Wednesday. Uh, any final thoughts? It was um, dog shit. I don't know what to say. Like these are. I don't know why we're doing this. I was never a Star it's good. Wars person anyway. It's good. Like it's a it's on, on the on a long on a long enough timeline. Every podcast becomes about the prequel trilogy. It's true. Yeah. It's inevitable. We have this date for the beginning. For this. I feel very coerced. No, it's destiny. It's destiny. Well, I you're not like, alone. Join the like club. I feel like a young Anakin. Yes. Coerced into <laughs> Every, this by more powerful forces. Yes. It, so, it does feel like a, a weirdly, uh, uh, you know, uh, trenchant time to be examining this uh, bloated film series about, like, the decline of a decadent republic. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. and, it, and I will it, say, it in and of itself is such a is such a decadence. Just pre-2008, like, the first just, like, fucking throwing money at bad ideas. Oh, yeah. No, this was it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, w- I will say, though, that we, we established the first one was about uh, Brexit, but like also race science and boy slavery. Yeah. Attack of the Clones is, as Matt said, about the modes of social production and colonialism, but mainly yep. yes. a serious treatment of the lasting psychological damage done by boy slavery among yes. the boy slaves themselves mm-hmm. as they yes. reach maturity. That's like yeah. how you uh, get generational turned. reproduced. It's, it's, trauma. it's about yeah. how you get turned into a genocidal maniac. Yeah. Patterns yeah. of abuse, the cycle of abuse. Like, a cycle of abuse, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, like, girl slavery, I, honestly, clearly yeah. from the Indiana Jones stuff, George Lucas is pro-girl slavery, <laughs> anti-boy slavery yeah. in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's true. He's very anti-boy slavery in, uh, in Temple of Doom, yeah. 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 Like, uh, 
All right. Well, there we go. We sign off. That's Attack yeah. of the Clones. And, uh, we'll be back next week for uh, We're going to close it out, Revenge baby. of the Sith. Revenge yeah. of oh, yeah. the Sith. The Which some one. people, probably the best one of them. Been, that's, I, I will argue <laughs> that that is Stockholm Syndrome setting in. People if have been traumatized to, so much. really, really enjoy Revenge of the Sith, you watch all seven seasons of Clone Wars between now and then, <laughs> and it will get you into the right, like, you will, you'll be in Lucas' mindset fully by that point. That you mean the heroes sense. on both sides that he talks yes. about in the crawl for Revenge of the They do get into uh, that. Revenge in the Clone Sith? Wars, you do get to meet the Separatist Parliament uh, and the Prime Minister of the Separatists. Well, uh, look, I'm not doing much else. Uh, wow. Over the next uh, yeah, I don't know how, how many of those I can put down. <laughs> That's like the Iliad. Jesus. <laughs> so many things you will learn. Yeah. All right. That's like, well, I, it's like I learned a lot on this like one. Hector That's and Achilles. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we, shall yeah. we sign off? Signing yeah. off. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. See you guys next week. Bye. See you guys next Bye. week. Bye.